off. That's not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Alrighty. So, on our last session, the gang set off on a nice, calm, peaceful, totally uneventful six-hour hike. Uh, Ben, <laughs> to clarify for your timeline. Mm-hmm. We did head towards Rockford until the bird left before changing directions. Yes, I recall. Okay. Um, no, they walked up to uh, where the nameless things were gathering, picked up some friends from the duchy along the way who came along to help. Uh, three of their knights and their spirit mage, the... Uh, quite elderly and eccentric Jiang, as well as meeting four battle brothers of the Order of Albrecht, who met them there, um, and had a very successful confrontation with the Nameless Things. No one got eaten. Uh, no one even got hurt. They were able to open up the Umbra and usher their disgusting little asses right on through. Um... In During that time, uh, it came to the attention of mostly the familiars uh, that they were being watched uh, by a pretty low-level mockingbird familiar. That is, you know, basically just a government surveillance drone because birds aren't real. Um, <laughs> really, frogs aren't real, thank you. Which is exactly what it was. It was a surveillance familiar um, for the Risen Kingdom. Uh, they, were, they were able to determine was that it had been hanging around in the area monitoring something, either the nameless things or the rift in the Umbra, and then when they came along, it commenced to, to monitoring them. So they bamboozled it, uh, tried hopefully to convince it that it would that they were going to Rockford as their base of operations instead of Kirkland and then sent it along to its master. So we'll see how that goes. Um, that is more or less y'all using the rumor system, so we'll see how that goes. Um, and after that, uh, the party, given that it was 9 o'clock at night and they were six hours from home, bedded down in an abandoned farmhouse um, with the duchy people in the adjacent farmhouse. Um... There were a few different conversations that happened. Um, Jessica and Astoria kind of uh, taking a step back from the many deep conversations that they've had and talking about some light stuff and then getting really cute about it. Um, there were some good, good old-fashioned uh, Chase and Naomi shenaniganry, uh, working on some magical artifacts as well as flirting relentlessly as per usual. Um, and then upon some of this happened at the house and then some of this happened at the town the following morning slash day after you guys got back. Um, and then Astoria and Chase collaborated to resize Seth's armor so that Astoria can wear it because it's looking like armor is going to be important in this world. And Jesse and Lachlan worked together on a sick person in the clinic, uh, which 
unlocked Jessie's uh, abilities with life magic a bit more. Learning from her boyfriend. Um, and I think I've pretty much covered everything. Yes, no, maybe. Um, so that brings us to the morning after the day after. Um, so it has been one full day and a night since the confrontation with the nameless things. Um, and it sounded like talking to different people and reading y'all's text chat and, you know, what had been discussed before, it sounded like the next order of business was to take a, a field trip down to the duchy. Um, Astoria and Naomi have obligations to fulfill with Jiang. Chase needs to do chase things. Um, Check sign. And I am certain that Jesse and Olathe can find some bullshit to get themselves into. Um, Life magic. Yeah. Also, as a point of order, um, not that it is something that has been important yet, but I am making one small retcon um, to one of the mages at the um, at the duchy. Um, just changing the character around a little bit. The important the details one, like, are the that same. Mad dogging but... Naomi. No, it wasn't a mage. She's not a mage. <laughs> uh, which one are you retconning? Uh, the smith. It's ah. the only important detail is that um, the name will be different than what I had posted in the chat, which I doubt anyone remembers anyway. Yeah, you could have just edited that message and none not of said a fucking, fucking thing. But yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> <laughs> every every now and then you guys latch on to a detail that I don't think you're going to remember. And then it comes up again. And I'm like, I barely remembered that. The fuck? Um, Why is that on your sheet? <laughs> <laughs> why do you remember that what the fuck it's not on my sheet and i'm the dm <laughs> that literally that i'm familiar um, never done that to any dm <laughs> yeah, that to so. me when <sighs> when we never not right now i just go along with everything so um morning time has come around i guess the first um the first question is like, where is everybody? Um, you know, most of the people sleep in the house. Jesse's probably in the Mort Fort. Um, Naomi sounded like was spending the night with Chase, or Chase is spending the night with Naomi. So you guys may all may all already be in the same spot to start off the day. Small town. Small town. Okay. Because um, they were working on the bracelet the night before. So I'm gonna. By executive fiat, just say that the people who are at the house plus Jesse have already assembled and done their breakfast. Um, leaving it to the two Moletown nerds to decide what they're going to do as they make their way to the house. If they make their way to the house, you guys might decide to just make this session be something entirely different than what I had expected it to be. Go for it. No, I mean, we've been talking about needing to go, and, uh, Chase and free is... breakfast is free breakfast. Break, ah, words. Free yeah. breakfast, let's go. Oh, yeah. we are on a roll already, baby. <laughs> Dude, this I never stopped my fun. roll. Fuck you. Um, yeah, making up a sign that basically says, like, back in two days. Okay. Um, 
trying to at least be better about letting people know that, hey, this is going to be closed for this amount of time. He knows that it's going to be slow for a while, but he's he's trying, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then shit keeps happening. But, yeah. Sticking that sign in the window that just says, <laughs> back in two to three days. Um... And then skating his happy ass on over to the house to get free breakfast at probably relatively early. Okay. They were asleep by like 10. And Naomi gets up early. Yeah. And that has become Chase's problem. So <laughs> he can stay in bed. She'll do yoga on her own. Or That's he can get out of missing a show and stare at her while she does yoga. There is that. It's worth it. It'd be Easily. even nicer if you could do that at 10 in the morning, but, you know, here we are. You take what you get. <laughs> <laughs> if he wanted to be cheap about it, he could have Samson go watch her while he still stayed in bed, but apparently he's not thinking that clearly in the morning. Uh, I mean, it happens Bro, no. sometimes. But, uh... Anyway. You um, know... So it's like just, not even 10 when they get there in the morning? Okay. Yeah. That just... If Chase were a creepier character, that would be a funny-ass thing. It's just like... Somebody random in the party is just doing whatever, and then Samson just kind of stops and stares at them in a distinctly undog-like manner. You're like, God damn it, Chase! Quit looking at me! <laughs> the best part is, is that River's a cat and you could probably get away with that. Yeah, because cats just do that. A dog cats, cats generally do isn't going to sit there for 30 minutes and stare at you. A cat at will. At this point, I think most people to my are dog, bro. aware that uh, Samson is just additional eyes and ears for Chase. Like, I don't believe anybody in the party. Yeah, the party knows. Yeah. I think Astoria was the last one to really have it click for her. Did it click? What Did we, we figure that out? Has we were talking about it. Does she still think that he's just a dog? I have no idea, dude. <laughs> that, you like, of all people roll should. a dice, high or low. <laughs> I mean, I don't... Samson hasn't really done anything in front of Astoria. No. The, that's the people not... that have gotten the hints have gotten hints because they've said something around Samson and Chase has just yelled, huh, from the other room. Yeah. Or, like, interacted with them in a, you definitely couldn't have seen or heard that. But I don't think it's actually come up around Astoria specifically, so she might just not know that Samson's a familiar. The the, the funnier idea is that, like, one of the characters, the familiar, is just staring at someone for a while, and the character starts getting yelled at, and they have no idea what the fuck you're talking about, because they weren't actually well, doing it. And, like, Samson doesn't particularly, like, interact with Terran much. Like, Milo's mm. talked to Terran, but, like... Yeah, they're homies. Samson doesn't talk. Yeah, Samson <laughs> doesn't talk. He's a dog. So He's a dog with one intelligence. He doesn't talk. <laughs> yeah, so, no, he just, question mark? Oof. Maybe Astoria still doesn't fucking know? <laughs> I know it came up for Olathe because Chase had said something to the effect of, oh yeah, man, he's got metal in his bones and I don't think he actually is bothered by things because he eats chocolate just fine. Um... Yeah, and because oh, Olathe had been looking like, at him huh? with life vision and been like, what the fuck's up with your dog? Yeah, like Chase reached over and was like about to give him a piece of chocolate at one point too, or I don't, I don't know if it was chocolate or something else, but Olathe was like, hey, dogs aren't supposed to eat that, and Chase was like, it's fine, don't worry about it. 
And Olathe's like, mm, okay. <laughs> so she's got the hint. I think everybody but Astoria has gotten a hint that he's uh, familiar at this point. Oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> I, I love that, and honestly, um, I want to see how long that lasts. Um, <clears throat> and I think Jessica. I don't think Jessica's gotten it, but I think the gays, TM, are might just be the only two that don't know. Look, they're very obsessed. So, like, they're missing also, the outside world. Jessica doesn't fully grasp the concept of familiars yet. She is still getting out of the technocrat paradigm. <laughs> Yeah, they call him Construct over there. Exactly. <laughs> He's clearly a dog, not a construct. So, like, huh? Couldn't be. Um. All right. So, at the house, everybody is gathered um, just to do roll mm. call. The no Lachlan. Uh, Lachlan will be back in the clinic, but or splitting his time between clinic and the fields. Um, unless you're intending to go ask him to come along, that's up to you. Um, I will drop a hint that there will be a very good reason to go back to the duchy in the fairly near future, in which case you will probably want to bring him along for that trip. That's up to you if you want to drag him along for this one as well. Uh, yeah, we may as well, if if we're going to want him there later, we may as well have him familiar with the... I mean, we don't know that. Just yeah, Elaine knows right that, now. but... Yeah, yeah. Like we as players know it. The That's characters, fair. I don't know that. Like having him at the clinic and continuing to work on the field so people don't starve probably would be priority. Oh, I'm gonna probably. throw this one out there. When the DM gives you a hint, you usually jump on those. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, and Jesse um, does want Lachlan to be involved. Like, right. Like as what? one of the mages in the town, she does want him to be in. Especially if it doesn't seem like cool. it's going to be dangerous, she wants. Let's him start there. taking him to fights. Now, especially if it's not dangerous. She He's a mage, let's go! Yeah, you know. He doesn't, he doesn't like the fighting. Eh, well... <laughs> Neither do most of us. Yeah, no, most <laughs> of us don't. Doesn't give, doesn't give us a clear. Yeah. <laughs> uh, light candles reminder? Anyway. Oh, thank no. you. Okay, <laughs> um... So Lachlan is along. Um, Emil is off doing what he does, and the parental units of the Naomi are off doing what they do. Um, and the rest of the Morts are in their usual places, uh, as as is Alita's family. Um, it's been talked about off and on in different spots, so I'm just going to go ahead and bring it up in session so that it's established. Um, there is no school right now. Um, but there is basically like a daycare for the kids that are too young to be working. Um, Abby is involved in that. Um, so honestly, Caroline and Dakota are spending a lot of time together. Um, <laughs> and a, a future school type situation is a thing that is being worked on, but it's not ready yet because they got to figure out how they're going to do that now. Um, but yeah, just that that's established since there are a couple of kids that you guys are responsible for. Um, and of course, Astrid is nowhere to be seen. Who, who even knows where that kid is? Because that's what Supposed she does. to be training with Astoria and Jessica. <laughs> uh, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And Olathe and Jace. Yeah. She would have known that you guys were leaving this morning and gone off to do whatever. Um, but yeah. Probably would have bugged you guys for training at some point yesterday when you got back. 
um, along with her two little followers. Um, okay. I, I might have done a little of that then. So with breakfast out of the way and everybody gathered, is there any prep or anything you guys are trying to do before you leave? I will also note, since it was brought up before, um, this weather has passed. It's no longer raining. It's a toasty summer day. Um, not that we need it to go into need. detail with it, but Naomi probably would have called ahead to the duchy to advise them that they were going to be paying them a visit. Okay, that works. That way it's not a surprise. Uh, you would have probably, again, not going into a lot of detail, but you would have probably caught um, Duke Dubois out in a field somewhere. But he would have uh, basically made it clear that you were welcome to come on down. So... It now occurred to me. Mm-hmm. We have, like, an overwhelming need to remember that we're not actually town leadership. Yeah, yeah. most of you aren't. Chase is gonna... I guess Olathe is technically town council and whatnot. Um, how realistic would it have been for us to, or probably just Chase, to sneak over to the town council stuff, and just, well, not sneak. First off, anybody in the party specifically opposed to the idea of asking the town council if they would like to send someone along with us to discuss anything that they need to discuss with the prison? Not opposed? Not opposed. I don't mind. Valid. Um, in that case... At some point yesterday, if Benji willing, uh, Chase would probably make the attempt to sneak off to the town council and basically just say, hey, we are heading to the prison in order to uh, repay our end of the deal in them assisting with the hellhound cleanup that we've been doing for the last couple of days. Would you like to send somebody with with us so that you can talk to their leadership and we can have any point of contact that isn't just me and my friends? Valid. Um, once you've established that, they would more or less just defer to... They would delegate to you and uh, Olathe. Aletha is, in fact, leadership, um, and you are the person that they've kind of put in charge of the economy, such as it is. Um, so, yeah, you're officially delegated with the ability to make trade deals. Does this mean I'm on the council? Probably not necessarily. That is yet, at least. <laughs> something that is going to come up later. Um, you're basically an ambassador, would be the best way to describe it. For now? For now. 
until we announce the formation of the first galactic empire. <laughs> Let's not be Illinois Nazis. <laughs> Y'all already have plenty of those. All right. Um, so yeah, in that case, just telling me to run it back with it, I will do so. Um, just keeping yeah. that establishment of relationship of, hey, I'm here and being open with you guys about what I'm doing. And, uh, yeah. Your friendly neighborhood chase. Bye. <laughs> Hi, bye. Alrighty. Um, In that case, that is everything that I would need to be done, having done before we leave. Okay. Um, sorry, one second. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. With that being said, if nobody else is trying to do anything else in particular, um, it is about a five-hour hike to get there. Um, so you would be getting there around lunchtime. Um, perhaps even a little later, depending on speed and if you guys stop along the way. Um, as you're heading south, you are passing through... Uh, for a good minute, you're walking through fields that have been planted by Kirkland or, or are actively being planted by Kirkland. Um, Jesse, that farm where you retrieved JR and company is along the way and you pass by that. Um, there's a work crew out there again, finishing up that field. Um, so you, it's kind of sets in of just how vast a chunk of territory the people of Kirkland are trying to manage right now, all the way in a circle around the, the town. Um, there's a there's a lot of fields being planted out here for those of you who haven't really been super involved in that. Um, as you get further and further south, eventually the uh, signs of Kirkland activity begin to fade away. Um, you pass farmhouses here and there some occupied some not um some over occupied with squatters uh davion yeah uh the farmhouses that we pass that aren't occupied do any of them have silos uh not currently okay um, let's say because we may be adding a extra 30 minutes onto our trip if there's a few that do yeah, that's a job y'all haven't gotten around to just yet, but I would say um, for at least the first three hours of y'all's walk south, any of the silos. Um, honestly, most of this route has already been cleared out, either by Kirkland on the north half or by the Duchy on the south half, because um, okay. you are walking along one of the major roads. That's fair. I just yeah didn't want to miss an easy step. Yep, valid. Um, Is there any chance I can make a slight retcon? What you got? 
Just wanting to say that with having the maps and the information of the silos that the duchy has taken, mm -hmm. Naomi would have liked to pass that information along to the council leadership, given that they were the ones who requested that our group looks into that. Valid. So she may have even sent that map information off with Chase at the time. I was going to mention that if she's brought it up by yeah. the time Chase says, I'm going to go talk to them, that he would offer to take it. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Just keeping the open communication and letting them know, hey, some of them have already been hit. But, yeah. Valid. Okay. Um, as you continue south about three hours into your five-hour trip. Um, this is an exceedingly boring walk through exceedingly flat Illinois territory. Um, the one thing you see along the way that kind of breaks up the monotony um, is a very large airliner um, that appears to have, during change, belly flopped into one of these farm fields. Um, looks like it was coming east out of Chicago, and when the change hit and they lost power, they went down in this field. Um, so scattered around it is not a great pretty sight. About half of it is burned along with the people and things that were in it. The other half is crow food, very literally. Um, the plane is pretty much festooned with crows and buzzards finishing off what little is left by this point. Um, but it doesn't appear to be anything other than a plane crash. Um, as you continue south, um, you get your first sight of organized human habitation. Um, up ahead of you on the road. It is a work crew, very similar to what you would see coming out of Kirkland, uh, working another field. Um, nearby is one of the militia type guys that you saw the first time you crossed onto Dutchy territory with his, uh, collapsible pike out in his hand. Uh, no knights to be seen anywhere, but just one of those guys. Um, no armor or anything on this guy yet, just the normal out in the uh, normal work guy clothes, but holding a pike, because that's their standard militia weapon. Just kind of keeping an eye out, and when he sees you guys walking up, um, just kind of gives you a wave, a kind of a not totally sure who he's looking at wave, but uh, kind of just letting you know that you probably shouldn't just walk past him. You should stop and talk before you just go strolling in, or he might take uh, unkindly to that. That would go poorly for him. That's going to be enough to get Chase to stop singing along to uh, what's on Chase FM, The Drift. Almost forgot it that time. Uh, and step up, which is probably a relief for most of the party, as it was currently about 
25 minutes deep into a 30-minute Outcast Hey Ya mix, which was oh no, Jesse's in on that for 30 minutes because Chase FM the Drift is also a flaw. God, that's awful. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to figure out Fuck if Leitha has the willpower to not use life music, life magic to mute herself, like. Or deafen herself. Her ears off. No. (laughs) Sorry, River. You have to keep paying attention to the world around us. But no. Chase is considering this to be luck because the radio announcer in his head said it was the thirty-minute mix and not the two-hour mix. He's relieved. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Is Naomi in the mind link with him? Probably not for very long. It is announced by the radio announcer. Chase is going to basically just say, I get it if you don't want to be any part of this. No, I think she's actually going to say, we'll suffer together, I guess. Aw. She makes bad choices, too. So, uh, yeah, going to stop singing, finally. (laughs) And uh, let go of Sanson's leash and give the skateboard a few good pushes to, like, pull ahead a little bit and then stop in front of him. Okay. Uh, he's just kind of leaning on the pike, looking at you, mostly bored and cooking because it's hot as balls out today. Uh, hey, where Stop. are you coming from? Kirk, where are you going? To see you guys. Oh, the Kirkland gang. Okay. Oh, did they tell you to expect us? No, uh, just oh, they've been talking about y'all pretty much nonstop since they came back from whatever all that was about. Uh, uh, you know, Sir Archibald, I guess. He uh, he talks a lot. Excitable kind of guy. So y'all yeah. are... Uh, he kind of mimes a wand motion with his free hand. The, you know, magic-y, weird type. Yeah, man. You want to see something cool? Am I going to still be a person afterwards? It'll be cool. Like you're not going to turn me into a toad or something. No, but it will be cool. Sure. Very suspicious look. All right, hold still. I've never done this before. And uh, then Chase is going to tap him on the chest plate twice, and then give it a flick. And uh, 993 for a Forces 2 effect to uh, lower the air temperature around him by about 20 degrees. What the fuck? Cool. That'll last a while. Literally. Uh, It's not going to move with you, though. So, like, this spot right here. Not that good yet. Anyway. That's neat. Thanks. That's hot as dick out here. Sure is. All right. Well, uh, I guess the next person that you see, if they, you know, have a weapon or look like they want to stab you, just uh, tell them you talked to me. And you are? What's your name? Uh, James. Nice to meet you, James. We'll see you again. Sure. And he just kind of, he starts, he looks like he's going to meander back to the side of the road. And then as he steps out of the bubble of cold, 
kind of stops and sidles back into the bubble. Feels better over here. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to guard from over here now. All right. After they get a little ways away, Olathe is going to look at Chase and go, couldn't you have just attached that to his armor? Yeah. Okay. Benji, can I get a point for that? Trickster? For getting that man to stand in the road for the next hour or so until that effect wears off? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Thank you. Fuck you. That makes seven. That makes seven. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that's where you were going with that, because I was like, definitely turned his shirt into armor. He's definitely able to stick this to this guy, but okay. Yeah, I am. And now he's going to stand in the road for the next hour or so until that effect wears off. <laughs> okay. Yeah, buddy. You just um, make somebody stand where you want them to if you give them the right nudge. Yeah. Um, so it's another hour of walking before anything really interesting uh, comes up again. You're, you're kind of, when you ran into him, you were like right at the edge of the territory that the duchy is uh, claiming to control more or less at this point. You know, there's no real borders around anybody that you guys know of, but, you know, probably something that'll happen later. Um, but um, after about another hour and you, those of you who know where you're going, you know that you're about 30 minutes from where you're trying to get. Uh, you are able to kind of see in the distance on a fairly respectable hill, which for this part of Illinois is, doesn't take much. You know, a, a busy mole could probably raise a respectable hill. Um, I do think you yeah, don't yeah, understand yeah. Illinois. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit talk all you want. <laughs> it's not as bad as Kansas to land flat. Anyway. I will cut you. Um, bring it on. Um, <clears throat> joke's on you. I'm enough. into that. <laughs> Well, then I would really fucking hate to turn you on. Let me shoot your foot instead or something. Uh, Anyway. uh, What caliber you want? So you do see a hill up ahead with the the kind of towers and walls of the prison visible on it. Um, It's a gigantic building, so it doesn't exactly hide. Um, And off to the side of the road... um, there is one field, um, maybe about twice the size of an average soccer pitch, um, that has very clearly not been planted for some purpose or other. And it doesn't take long to notice exactly what the purpose is. You see another cluster of the. Um, militia gang, about 30 of them this time. All of them wearing at least rudimentary armor. Um, looks like mostly like boiled leather jackets, those kind of things. Uh, chainmail sleeves, a simple metal cap. Uh, these guys are cooking because it is hot as balls. And they are arrayed on one side of the field uh, with their pikes uh, leveled. And behind them is about a half a dozen guys with bows. On each side of the pitch are a couple of people, uh, including the Duke himself. 
And coming down the pitch on the opposite side are four mounted knights, all in that same green enameled armor that you saw on the guys before. Um, they're kind of cantering slowly down the field, not moving quickly, until someone somewhere blows a whistle, and they pretty quickly uh, come up to a full gallop straight at the dudes with pikes. Um, a little bit of close inspection that I'm not going to bother asking for rolls for because it's not that deep uh, would show that all of the weapons are either padded or they're blunt varieties. Nobody's got like, bared steel out here. Um, and as the knights approach... Rolling for this. Let's see what actually they hold her on. Sure don't. Um, you start seeing a lot of nervous shifting among the militia guys, and then with the onrushing horses about ten paces away, about a quarter of them just kind of scatter and turn like they're going to run because staring down four horses charging straight at your face. Uh, is un unnerving. At that point, one of the knights holds up a hand, bringing everybody else to a halt, because um, it kind of looked like they were about to split, like two would go left and two would go right to not actually try to run over this line of pikes. Um, and that guy stops, throws up the visor of his helmet, um, and you are able to recognize, not Sir Archibald, um, but, uh, God, what was his name? The other one, Sir Frederick. And he looks pissed. At this distance, it's a little faint, um, but mostly what you're able to hear from him is uh, him reaming them out of, if you do that against an enemy with real heavy horse... You're all going to die. That part you can hear very clearly. Um, and he rides his horse up right to the edge of their group as they're kind of dejectedly gathering themselves back together. Um, probably explaining in detail exactly how they're going to die if they run away from Heavy Horse. But that is the location of the Duke for you guys, and more than likely, Sir Archibald, and for sure, Sir Frederick. But the other three knights circle off to the side where there are water troughs set up and water both themselves and their horses. And after they've done that, uh, two of the three start ferrying water to the line of pikemen. Because, again, it's hot as balls out here. Sure do. Sounds like that's where we need to be. Probably. Well, shall we? Sure. Okay. Everybody is pretty focused on what's happening on the field. 
as you guys walk up. So nobody really confronts you or says much. Um, I would guess you would probably go to the Duke. Probably. Okay. Um, so you walk up to where he's at with a couple of other people, uh, one of which is kind of scribbling notes on a pad. And the Duke is just kind of standing there steaming. You know, he's in fairly regular dress. It's like a t-shirt and blue jeans. Um, hands like hooked through his belt with a kind of posture of like, he'd be nervously clenching his fists if he did anything else. Um, sweat pouring off of his face. You know, this is a, you know, mid fifties, mildly overweight dude, but he's out here watching this and working hard, but he's baking right now. Um, but he catches you out of the corner of his eye walking up and, uh, turns. Ah, there you are. Welcome. Uh, Ben, a reminder, last time he told us he didn't like being called the Duke, correct? Not in public. He didn't like being called the Duke in public? He didn't, um... Or in he, private, He didn't prefer in it private. in private. In private, basically, okay. drop the formalities, do whatever. It's, it's, a, it's a bit. For now, it is a bit to pull people together. He's definitely not looking for you to bow and scrape, though. No, I was debating whether I would call him Mr. Dubois or Duke Dubois. Probably Duke. Uh, probably. God, that feels stupid to say. <laughs> Duke Dubois, good to see you going to give you a, a very small little bow. Likewise, I trust your trip was uneventful. So far coming this way. Hopefully it stays the same going back. Perchance, did you run into any of my people further north? Someone is watching the road. I hope. Uh, actively standing on it right now, I believe. Good. All right. Uh, you know, we have a few of the former or were current military types who understand the concept of following orders and military necessities, and then quite a few others who uh, require education. Well, uh, Mr. James requested that we note that he was keeping an eye out and did intercept us. Good man. All right. So I uh, take it you have business here. I don't imagine you made the walk from Kirkland, what, a good six hours or so uh, just to take in the sights. And he kind of gestures to uh, where the knights are forming back up for another charge. Not quite. I know several of our group have business with different parts of yours indeed indeed uh i spoke with mr reynolds the last time about hopefully facilitating some form some form of trade and i know miss jiang has been anxiously awaiting um 
I believe the phrase that she has been using was her little helpers. Seems quite fond of y'all. <laughs> well, I'm glad we made a good impression on her. I believe the correct term is my lovely assistant, but that doesn't apply to both of us, though. Fair enough. But yeah, we are here to help fulfill our end of the bargain with Miss Jiang, and Chase would be more than happy to work out trade deals with you and get something set up. Excellent. Well, I am probably not needed here anymore. I think Frederick has this more or less in hand. So, if you wouldn't mind, I will walk back to the castle. He kind of overemphasizes that word a little bit with you guys and introduce you to the people you should be talking to. If it's all right with you. Unless any of you are, in fact, wanting to stay here and enjoy the uh, the show. I would very much like to get into the ring with Sir Archibald while I'm here. But uh, <laughs> he may take you up on that. I'm hoping so. Uh, though at the moment, probably business first. Um, Anyway, I just learned how to do this. Well, nailed down how to do this just a little bit ago. Um, hang on just a second. And uh, Chase is going to do the same trick, but this time actually bind it to the Duke uh, with a 773 to reduce air temperature around him. Whew. Oh. You looked like you needed that. That's a neat trick. Thank you. Good man. He's going to kind of clap you on the shoulder as he turns to uh, walk down the road towards the uh, the prison. Chase uh, answers with a big old grin and part of my sales pitch. A damn good one. I imagine if you could... Make that work for the whole castle, you would be the most popular man in town. <laughs> he waves he waves a hand. Don't don't worry, I understand that's a big a big ask. I I can't do the Harry Potter nonsense myself, but I'm getting some grasp on what the rules are. Slowly. It is a big ask, but it is something that theoretically can be built towards. Phenomenal. All right. Um, so he would probably just make kind of average small talk as he walks you guys to the actual prison itself. Um, it is notably more crowded than when you guys came through the last time. Um, Inside the walls, there are quite a few additional tents where some people are staying in as different areas of the prison get cleaned and reorganized for people to move in. Um, 
you can hear in the distance, um, probably from the back of the prison, at least two sets of hammers on steel as someone is busy working away. Um, there's tons of foot traffic, carts, horses, etc., going back and forth as people are um, moving to plant fields, bringing in food and supplies that have been scavenged. Um, there's a small, like, wooden aqueduct-type structure that seems to be bringing some water into the prison that wasn't there before. Uh, someone here has some concept of how engineering works. Um and they've diverted a small stream nearby to get water in here. Um, all in all, it is about what you would expect to see somewhere in the neighborhood of 3,000 people um, currently living out of this structure. Um, but after getting through three separate checkpoints, you know, two sets of chain link fences with razor wire across the top and then the big metal gate at the top of the hill, uh, you are in the courtyard of the jail, prison, castle thing. Uh, Duke Dubois kind of stops for a moment, taking deep breaths. Obviously, the walk up the hill was pretty taxing. Um, all right. So, I suppose at this point, you guys would probably want to split up and cover more ground. Who's first? I think the sooner we get started with the spirits here, the better. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I, uh, well, Miss Jiang informed me that poltergeist was the wrong word, but uh, something has been rearranging my office every couple of days. Um, <laughs> it's very strange. Definitely so, not the worst you could be having. Did you do something to make it angry? <laughs> I hope not, because I certainly don't know what I did. If I did... Set up in the warden's office after the warden left the uh, people in there to die, probably. Mm, that's... That's a good point. Thumbs up. He, uh, he'll grab a random guy who looks to be on militia duty as he kind of walks by with a, uh, well, would be old fashioned, but now is modern again. Crossbow, not of the <laughs> hunting variety. It has been newly manufactured of wood. Um, and give him instructions to take those who want uh, to Miss Jiang, which would presumably be Olathe, not Olathe, um, Astoria and Naomi. Correct. Okay. Uh, surprising everybody, Jessica is going to uh, give Astoria a peck on the cheek and ask... Um, you think you'll need me? Or it'd be okay if I, uh, went to do something? Go for it. Okay, I'll see you later. How delightful, big. She got a project. Chase isn't the only one with projects. 
<laughs> saying that out loud. <laughs> and just uh, just leaving her in a fucking unknown environment. Big blush when he says that out loud. All right. Uh, so that militia guy would lead the two of you up into the uh, the castle. Through the maze of the building off to uh, one of the cell blocks. As you walk in, um, this is one of the larger cell blocks. Most of the people are not in here right now because it's the middle of the day and everybody's working. Uh, But the distinct smell of bleach is very strong. Um, As this. That's way better than last time. Yeah, uh, somebody either scavenged or magically manufactured enough bleach to scrub this cell block from floor to ceiling. Thank God. Um, And it doesn't look as much like a prison cell block anymore. Um, About half of the cells have just straight up had their, um, their bars removed, like the... Uh, metal has been removed probably for use elsewhere. Uh, most people have like curtains to close off their little cell rooms. Um, and there's various degrees of, uh, decor that goes into that. A lot of them are just like simple cotton cloth, but some people have gotten fancy about it and put up the fanciest curtains that they could scavenge. There's, you know, little bits of art around people are doing what they can to kind of like make the little spaces their own. Um, yeah, so it is, it looks much more like a lived in community of color and there's people here than a place where you shove people off to die. Um, well, on that note, how badly does Naomi reel upon stepping in? Like how haunted does it look? There you go. Uh, pretty damn. There's... Besides the normal background kami, there's probably a few dozen human ghosts in this place. Um, Astoria, I'm just going to give you the option to have turned spirit vision on if you like. Otherwise, you can just ask Naomi what she sees. No, Astoria will turn it on. Okay, because Naomi can just see this shit without doing so, but... Uh, six, six, seven, ten, seven. Way too many successes. Way too many successes. Jesus Christ, calm down. Want to see the dead? Uh, yeah, you see the fucking dead. Um, it's a very big mix. There's, you know, for those that don't know, the overwhelming majority of the U.S. prison population are nonviolent drug offenders. So it's not like everybody that was shoved into the cell block was an awful human being. Um. Here and there, there are some decidedly uh, twisted entities, people who probably were awful human beings in life and are still awful human beings now. Um, Most of them, though, um, and here and there, there are some that are like on their way to being something like a poltergeist. Um, But the overwhelming majority of them look like you would expect a ghost to look just a spectral form of a human. Um, and the auras that you're getting off of them are mostly fear and confusion. 
a lot of them don't fully understand that they're dead um, or what exactly happens to them, why they are here. Um, but there's a lot of them because a lot of people died here and none of them died easy. There is one area of the cell block kind of up on the third floor tucked away more or less into the back corner uh, where there are no ghosts and no kami. The curtains covering that particular cell are a deep purple. And for whatever reason, maybe it's the clearly aud- or not audible, but clearly uh, able to be smelled incense that's coming out of there. Or it's the powerful spirit wards coming off of there. Um, but no ghosts are going into that cell block and they're giving it a pretty wide berth. Good for her. If I had to guess, I'd say this is the place. Yeah, I would say that that's probably right. Jang, are you there? Hello? Hey, uh, little Vietnamese lady, old lady head pops out from behind the curtain. Oh, you're here! Finally! Ready to get to work! As fast as we could. (laughs) Ready as soon as you are. All right. She, uh, kind of toddles out of the cell on a cane, um, moving painfully slowly down the three flights of stairs to get to where the two of you are waiting for her. Um, uh, When she does, she holds up her left hand um, with a couple of peanuts in it because she sees Taryn. Mind if I feed your pretty bird? Sure. He kind of gives you a look like, hmm, weird, and then hops over to her, eats the peanuts, and then proceeds to fly around the room because he's anxious. Because, uh, yeah, there's ghosts in here. Fucking a lot of them. Uh, even Milo looks vaguely squicked out to be here. Um, he came along, but he doesn't want to be here. And also, there's a lot of ghosts in here. So she walks over to one of the tables in kind of like the common area of the cell block. um, And drops her little bag on the table. Well, we worked together pretty well last time. Uh, Incense and symbols again this time? Or would you like to do something a little different? Uh, that works for me, unless you'd like something different. I am easily adaptable. She uh, kind of pokes at, but doesn't physically poke Naomi um, with the stick. What about you? Um, honestly, she is the more experienced between the two of us. I usually follow her lead. That gets but- a... Uh, a quizzical expression 
You look about... Oh, you look old enough to be her older sister. How is it that she knows more? Because she received official training and I never did. Everything I have learned has been on my own. Well, that makes you even more impressive, doesn't it? Big, big smile with a lot of missing teeth. Naomi looks visibly uncomfortable at the comet and not entirely certain how to respond. Oh, yeah. Old people are like that. <laughs> They're going to say weird shit and make you uncomfortable about it. All right. So um, if you have something that you would like to teach us, I think we would be up for that if you think that you've got something new. Oh, I might. Uh, and she, the first thing that she lays out on the table um, is a, an unfamiliar looking flag. Um, pull this up so I can remember exactly what this looks like. Because um, I want to be respectful to the belief system that I'm talking about. Um, it's like a like a square flag of several colors, co- like colored squares that get smaller as you go into the middle. So at the very outside is like a red border and then blue and then yellow and then green and then red, a big red box right in the middle. Um, she kind of lays that out where it covers pretty much the whole, um, the whole table. Cause this is a big, big flag. Um, and then basically explains to you that it is called the five color flag and it is a traditional part of their uh, ceremonies. Um, I'm not going to try to pronounce Vietnamese because uh, Vietnamese is really hard to pronounce and it's beautiful English and I don't want to fuck it up. Um, But along with the flag, she lays out a little pattern of small candles. Um, After laying them out in the pattern, she passes off matches to you guys basically to light them as her way of bringing you into her into her ritual um and after that she'll kind of stop and look at the two of you as you're lighting the the candles so are you familiar with giving gifts offerings to the spirits very familiar Yes. Good, good. That is usually enough. But we'll see. Some of these are very disturbed. Um, And she begins to lay out um, a few different things. Um, Little crumbles of, like, rice cake. Like, not whole rice cakes, but, like, rice cakes that have been broken up into little pieces so that there's a lot more bits of them to lay out um a couple of very tiny pieces of gold foil um and little jade statuettes in the shape of animals um there's a rooster there's an owl there's a bat there's quite a few different little little animals that she lays out and then she will um sit down on the bench next to the table and gesture for the two of you to sit as well. Naomi does so. Sit. 
All right. Make whatever preparations you need to make. And I will begin mine. Does that work for you, young ladies? Would you like for us to add in any offerings as well, or has what you put here suffice? Vigorous nodding. Whatever you think's appropriate, sweetheart. Sammy's going to reach into her bag and pull out some of the candy she usually keeps for her commie. Okay. As well as a couple of tester origami flowers. Nice. Um, uh, Story is going to pull out some flowers um, and some bits of dried meat that she's got in her bag. From one of her hunts. in Orkney's and Vibes, because why not? Alright, um, she will kind of look over the items as you lay them out, um, give you kind of an approving nod to each of you, um, recognizing that, like, different paradigms exist, and different belief systems exist, but uh, from the look that she gives you, she considers it all equally valid. Um, and she'll reach out and take each of your hands, um, you know, Naomi to her left and Astoria to her right, close her eyes and begin to sing, um, in Vietnamese. You're not able to understand unless one of you wants to put up mind magic and then try to under- uh, translate it, um, as she does her first bit of magic. Uh, Naomi would actually like to activate mind vision to be able to understand what's being said. Okay. Mine three. Uh, oh, that's... Not... Naomi, stop! <laughs> Don't stop, Naomi. Never stop. Uh, eight, ten, three, ten, seven. Y'all are just really aggro with tens. And you're going to burn them all up on things that aren't life and death, and then one That's day... That's why I said, Naomi, stop! <laughs> one day! <laughs> they're going to get their, uh, their their payback. I mean, she didn't almost fall off the platform last time. Or she did fall off, she just got rescued. I don't know what you're talking about. I already had my session of ones. Yeah, you did. That was a great session. Funny as fuck. It was incredible how many times you botched. Um, I didn't botch, I just kept zeroing out. That, yeah. Um, so, basically, um, what you're able to translate from with mind magic from you know Vietnamese to a language that you can understand... Um, the beginning of it, she is almost singing about a creation story, um, about how the spirits came into the world and there are spirits in everything. Um, and what you're able to understand from about her belief system from what she is singing is that essentially they hold that all things have spirits, um, whether living or inanimate, human, animal, 
Um, those little statues on the table, your sword, all things have a spirit. Um, which in universe is actually pretty accurate, uh, given you're able to wake the spirits of weapons. Um, and more or less what she is shifting to as she continues to sing um, is invoking the spirits, not trying to force them to leave or demand that they leave, um, but to call their attention to the sacrifices, call, um, or the offerings, rather, um, and invoke um, basically protection to change their worldview from this is a place where that they are trapped and um, can never leave to try and change it to this is a place that you should protect. Um, similar to how Naomi would sing to lull them to sleep, it is a it's a bargaining. It's a changing their perspective on their situation. Uh, fairly out of uh, keeping with a story as paradigm. Um, there's really no attempt here to dominate or control. Um, that's not at all what she's trying to do here. Naomi vibes with it. Okay, well, she had two successes on her start to the ritual. So what would the two of you like to do to help her along? What diff? Excuse me, sorry. I believe that would be a diff six. At baseline. Uh, four successes. Four successes from Naomi as well. Wild. <laughs> Another ten. Yeah, ten, eight, seven, nine. <laughs> ten, 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 twenties in the fifties, bitch. Um, how are you guys casting, just out of curiosity and for flavor? You start um, off? Uh, Story is just going to be doing a directional energy flow. This seems to be outside of her paradigm a little bit in terms of the way that this is being handled. So she's basically playing support caster and just giving energy to um, Jing's uh, ritual. Okay. Similarly with Naomi, though she is going to be singing very quietly while also fiddling with her new bracelet focus of the titanium and ivory sort. And using that to just enhance Jiang and have the spirits pay more attention to her. Okay. Did you factor in Enchanting Future Voice on that role? Because it probably would. Uh, if I factor in Enchanting Future Voice, it's adding in a Charisma art role on top of that, which is... Supposedly going to lower my difficulty, but given that I already had four successes with the roll, I I no. could still do it for flavor text if we we'd, if we'd like. I don't mind throwing Naomi's charisma <laughs> dice at shit. No, you're good. Um, 
I'm going to do it anyway since you brought it up. Go for it. Burn them once. Burn them once. Oh. Um. <laughs> what diff? Diff six is fine. Twelve successes. Well, add on eight additional successes for the charisma singing. Jesus, that is. I a did not board. roll below a six. This is why Chase is falling in love. <laughs> yeah. Seven, six, ten, ten, six, nine, eight, nine. Here we thought it was that ass. Nope, it's a hundred percent just that ass. boy for the rest of his life. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, and enchanting feature voice actually would have lowered the diff to four. Mm-hmm. So that was even without enchanting feature voice, eight successes. Okay. <clears throat> so Naomi sound real nice. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> while all this has going on, Milo has placed himself in the old woman's lap and gone to sleep because um, he's a brat and uh, Taryn after doing several laps of the of the room and making sure that nothing particularly egregiously aggressive is going to jump out at Astoria uh, comes down and perches on Astoria's shoulder very curiously eyeing the uh, uh, offerings on the table The spirits around you guys begin to respond um, pretty much immediately and then more as time goes on and the two of you continue to sing and Astoria continues to channel. Um, a lot of the smaller, weaker, more fearful ghosts um, either seem to be lulled into a deep slumber um, or leave. Um it clears out a good chunk of the room. The angry, aggressive ones and the mischievous ones are still around. Um, and maybe about half of the small ones. Um, but you've cleared a big chunk of the room of the garden variety ghosts with that. And I'm gonna call for another ritual roll uh, from you guys and then we're going to break away to some of the rest of the party before we come back and finish up with you guys. Ooh. That could be better. Uh, two successes. with more tens. You're muted. There's a one there as well. So that's five more for that round. Okay. And taking a step back in time as the girls disappear into the prison, um, Duke Dubois would turn to Chase, Olathe, Jesse, and Jessica and Lachlan, who are still there. All right. Well, that's those two taken care of. Where will you guys be off to?
Well, I know my own shopping list here in your duchy is uh, speaking with an armorer, uh, preferably the magic one, as I intend to be getting into similar activities back in Kirkland and would like some pointers. Um, I don't really have a whole lot to discuss trade-wise on behalf of Kirkland yet, but I do have the offer of a few deals that we would likely both find mutually beneficial. Um, and I would still very much like to get into the ring with Sir Archibald. So that's, uh, that's my list, whichever you think would make the most sense to do in whatever order. All right. Well, I can come along to the smithy with you. Um, it is just on the other side of the prison. We just have to uh, circle around the building, and we'll get there easily enough. You can probably hear it from here, in fact. You can, in fact. Um, this is the point where Jessica pipes up. I'd like to look into some armor as well. So she'll step uh, up next to Chase. Yeah. We're working on that for you. Same, actually. Yeah, we're working on that for you. Oh, yeah. going to smile a little. Well, I might be the odd one out. I believe there is a Jillian? Uh, yes. Uh, Miss Jillian. She is our... Uh, I believe you call it life magic? Correct. Yes. As a... That is generally my best skill as well. I thought that it would be good to meet her and see not only what notes we can compare, but how we can work together. Very good. Uh, he kind of cranes his neck a little bit, looking past a bunch of the people walking around and the various like tents and carts and stalls and stuff, and then points um, off to the left. There are a few uh, raised planting beds inside the, the uh, fence, right over that way, uh, where she has been growing all sorts of herbs, and I swear she plants them in the morning and there's a whole ass plant in the morning, or it plants, plants them at night and there's a whole ass plant in the morning. And I, that doesn't seem yeah. right, but it's, it's been happening. Um, so she's probably there. This is about the time that she checks on those. Um, she says they're for healing and such. Um, I imagine, uh, she'll be making her rounds on some of the, uh, ones that need medication and the like before she heads off to the fields for the day. She usually does that in the evenings when it's cooler. So you can find her there. Um, and as for the rest of you, I can take you to the smithy forthwith. Sound good? Uh, is Lachlan going with Olathe? He's gonna actually turn to you. Well, what would you like me to do? I can come along to your blacksmithing trip, or I can talk shop with the... Jillian was the name? You should probably go with Olathe. It's probably... <laughs> uh, well, number one, I, I don't want to send it by itself, like if I'm being completely fucking honest here. Uh, <laughs> I feel like a lot of them an eyebrow rates for Olathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also, I feel like... So she's still getting lost all the time. Hmm. Uh, I not right now. I don't think, but 
That doesn't mean it won't change between when we get back together. Mm. All right. He's going to give you a, a big hug and then turn away to Olathe. And start walking in the direction that was pointed out. Let us go find what she's growing. Okay. Chase, uh, sticks a hand out for a fist bump for Jesse. Fist bump. Because that was... <laughs> <laughs> Solid. All right. Um. So, uh, Duke Dubois would lead you guys around, um, circling around the building along the inner yard. Basically, uh, you're mostly walking on gravel the whole way there, um, and you are continuing to pass by like, you know, tents that people are staying in, areas that are. There's more than one like soup kitchen area or type place that you walk by. It's very similar operations to what's going on in Kirkland, but they've got more than one because they've got about twice as many people as you do. Um, and then um, here and there you see people doing various crafts. There's one guy um, that looks to be stitching together kind of basic leathers, like... Um, bracers for archery nothing super complicated like full armor uh but the simple stuff um and showing other people how to do it you know stitching leather is a pretty particular skill set um and he's teaching them how to do that there's a couple of folks that are teaching other people how to fletch arrows um <coughs> just various different skills being taught um you pass more than one um weaving uh, uh, what do you call it? Um, not a spindle. Or is it a spindle? A Whatever. loom? A loom, thank you. Uh, you pass more than one uh, loom. Um, and about the same time as you spot that, you see a gigantic herd of sheep being moved in the distance through one of the fields. Um, who fucking knows where they came from, but yeah, the they have acquired some sheep and they have wool. Um, so there's a few people working with that and again, teaching other people how to do it. Um, you, you get the impression of there's a full on jobs program going on here. Um, they have various people from, you know, the SCA or the college or the, um, Renaissance fair, or the medieval times, various people who know how to do all kinds of things. And they are making a point to go out of their way and teach other people how to do it. Um, because most people don't know how to do anything useful. Um, a lot of these people who have come out of the cities and worked desk jobs their entire life are lost and don't know what the hell to do in this world. Um, so they're Um, being taught. Speaking Uh, of learning, mm -hmm. as we move through this, uh, we'd like to go ahead and hit them with a matter one, mind one effect. Um, with two success three successes three successes uh to begin memorizing the material patterns of a lot of these fancy machines that we may or may not have back in kirkland yeah you probably don't have looms downloading blueprints of the matter vision patterns of these things okay um yeah valid we're we're just we're taking that one and we're running with it. Mm-hmm. All right. 
as noted, this is a big fucking prism. So it takes you about a half hour of walking around this place. Because uh, you're stepping through people, the Duke's getting stopped every five minutes. It's it's an experience. Um, and you make your way back to the corner. It is clearly tucked in the farthest corner away from the building itself without being outside the walls and fences. Um, but someone has constructed two large brick furnaces. Um, there is a roaring fire in each of them. Uh, smoke coming out of both, and there are four total people uh, working on the different animals. Um, off to the side is um, a group of three, and one of them, it's its like that uh, kind of classic blacksmith where one person is guiding the, the taps and the other two are hammering the steel. Um, you see a very old looking fellow, long white beard about down to his knees, uh, who is guiding out the, the rhythm while two younger people who are probably apprentices are tapping away at a full steel breastplate um, of the probably too big to go on a human breastplate. This is probably barding for one of the war horses. Um, and it looks like they are getting close to finishing it up probably getting the last bits of um, impurities out of the steel and shaping it just so um, before they're done. Off to the left, all by herself, is a very large one. Uh, she is probably about six feet tall. Um, and the definition of uh, muscle mommy... Um, if this lady benches less than 225, it'd be shocking. She is gigantic. Um, her hair is uh, kind of got the side shaves going on and very close cropped, like not. She has no time for long hair to be in her way when she's out here working. So she just expeditiously chops the shit off. Um, just muscled all the way down. Just mountain of a woman. Um, and instead of wow. swinging a larger hammer, uh, she has a very small hammer that she is busily tapping on, um, a red hot sword. Um, judging by the length, probably about a bastard sword, a hand in the half type sword. Um, and the impact of the sword or of the small hammer is all out of keeping for how large the hammer is and how hard she looks to be hitting it. Um, she definitely could do this the old-fashioned way, but she isn't. Uh, there is matter and forces magic going into what she's doing. Um, and her furnace, uh, in contrast to the bright white fire of the other one, is straight up blue. It is extremely hot. Um, and getting any closer than about five feet back from where she is standing is extremely uncomfortable but it doesn't seem to impact her at all she does not look up when you approach and just continues hammering away at the sword so benji mm -hmm. how do you feel about eight ten nine ten seven 
for personal air conditioning. <laughs> the most pointless spell I could possibly cast. <laughs> I'm telling you, y'all are gonna. Mm, yeah, I know. Die about it. I know. The universe. The dice are not mocked. <laughs> <laughs> when the it's dice mocking, y'all are gonna fucking die. <laughs> you don't understand. The magic that Chase does best is forces. Now it's That's his it. favorite. Apparently, it, just, it feels good. <laughs> On top of that, we're not mocking the dice. We're thanking them. Yeah. Either way. Uh, to keep himself cool and kind of move up a bit closer to get a better look, staying, you know, out of, in her fucking way about it, but close enough to look. Uh, she notices when you cross that, uh, no one usually comes past this point because it's too uncomfortable to do so stage and looks up at you. Or precise, more more accurately, down at you. Can I help you? Continues hammering. Like, looks at you, is still hammering. <laughs> well, mostly I'd like to just watch, as uh, I intend to be doing more or less the same thing you're doing for several of my group in the very near future. Mm-hmm. She, she very pointedly looks at your hands. You ever worked steel before? Not like this. I didn't think so. She uh, turns, um, holds the uh, molten sword up, and in lieu of quenching it, uh, casts on Arate roll. And you basically see like a sheet of ice go from the base of the grip all the way up to the tip. And cool the sword down quickly. About as efficiently as you could get if you quenched it with water. And sets it aside. Turns kind of squares up with you, uh, and you're reminded that she is definitely bigger than you are. Pulls off one of the leather gloves that she is wearing and holds it out to shake your hand. Erica, welcome. Chase, pleasure to meet you. Uh, Chase definitely does not at all look intimidated by the large woman who could squish him like a bug. Um... Firm handshake, etc., etc. Plenty of eye contact. So, you want to learn smithing? Uh, actually, more interested in the design phase. Um, my particular paradigm is different enough that, well, most of what I, you were doing with a hammer is not going to translate to what I will be doing back in Kirkland. But uh, the design is the important part for me. I know little to nothing about what it's made of, aside from one suit of, I believe it's patchwork armor. 
is the right term. I'm not entirely certain you understand now how little I know about what I'm going to be getting myself into. She smirks a little bit and then nods, I believe. Sounds like you're describing padded armor. It's good enough. It'll do the trick, but... Um, no, 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 not padded. Um, it had, like, plate and chain and leather and padding. It was mm. a lot of stuff all mixed together. I see. A lot of moving parts. Um, I've resized that. That's about the extent of my experience with it. Very well. Um, if she would like to see it, Astoria is in fact wearing it. Uh, later. Yeah, yeah. let's say Astoria is not here, but yeah, she could do that later. That uh, will also be relayed. Well, I wouldn't mind taking a look at that. She points with her hammer at the uh, barding that the other folks are working on. Well, we've been working on a, a mix of different armors here. Um, mostly plate for the knights and a bit of leather, uh, lamellar and some chain mail for the militia that were just getting started on the latter one. I had some interesting ideas about trying to reforge some titanium into chain mail, but that's neither here nor there. So what you probably need to know, truthfully, is steel composition. Yes? Sure. Um, if I may... 30 minutes and a mind link with you is worth an hour or two of a uh, experienced material scientist's time. Hmm. Not even buying a girl a drink before you try to get in her head. You're a bold one, Mr. Chase. Is it working? Yes. All right. She's going to look at everybody else in the group at this point, meaning Jesse and Jessica, because the Duke more or less dips once he delivers you guys because he's got plenty of other shit to do. Will the rest of you be joining, or did you have something else you wanted to ask for? Uh, nah, I'm in. And then she'll uh, look at Jessica. Um, I don't think I can really do what the two of you are doing magic-wise. Um, but I did want to talk to you about maybe getting some armor, work out some kind of trade. Ah. Uh, that's what we're doing here. And Erica oh. will... Uh... Uh, Jessica would have been told by Astoria that they were going to be working on armor for her yesterday evening. Okay. I wasn't sure if that had happened or not. Um, so Erica will look at Chase with a raised eyebrow. Well, Mr. Mind Magic, 
Are you able to rope your friend in too, or will it just be us on this particular date? If you don't mind, um, I can go ahead and a lot of this is going to translate into what we're going to be doing in a basement in Kirkland in the next couple of days. So, <coughs> short version, I just need to make eye contact with you for a few seconds. And uh, I'm only going to be able to see what you think at me real hard. And you're either able to verify that with your own magic or you're taking it on faith. Um, but yeah, think at it real hard, what you need me to know and what I should know about designing this. And uh, we'll get this over with. All right, then. And then uh, that is going to be a 389 to get Jesse and our new Smith friend into a mind link. Okay. So she is going to flinch ever so slightly. Uh, basically just like an eye twitch at most um, when the mind link comes across because it's not something that she does particularly often and it's a weird feeling to suddenly have someone else uh, rubbing up against your brain meat. And music. And music. That's going to really get a reaction. Doomsday by MF Doom, apparently. Incredible. Jesse's bobbing along to it. Per usual. Anytime the music is around, Jesse's into it. Wow. I didn't really think I was going to hear hip-hop ever again. <laughs> it's cool, right? Is that something deliberate, or no? just um, that weird? I don't think I'll ever not hear hip-hop ever again. So, huh? It's like that sometimes. Well, that's that's kind of a lot. Uh, if it's really obnoxious, I can screen that out. It just takes a little bit more effort. No, 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 no! Don't worry about it. All right then. All right. Pay attention. And she is going to push across me, muscle mommy, a lot of information really fast. Information to the tune of not only does this woman really understand matter prime and forces magic. She also really understands classical smithing techniques, but also understands modern metallurgy really, really well. She probably has something approaching a doctorate in her knowledge base of how metal functions and what you can do with metal. It is a lot of information to take in at once. Um, 
but some of the most important stuff that you're getting from her is on metal composition, how to add carbons and other elements to the steel to make it do what you want it to do. Um, because it's not just magic that goes into it. There is shaping and contour and all kinds of things that you want to do with with the metal to get it to have the strength that you want because magic doesn't always cover everything. Um, you get a very strong primer in uh, how to compose quality steel for armor, um, both in the her paradigm of magical stuff, but also in the chemical sense of how it works, um, as well as like how you want to shape a breastplate so that a blow deflects in the right way instead of transferring all of the energy into you, um, or how lamellar should be layered in the right way for the same purposes so that an arrow would either deflect off or get stopped instead of slipping in between the, the plates, that kind of thing. A lot of the nitty-gritty of how armor should be assembled you're getting from her. Um, I think there actually is a skill in the book for smithing. Can I put it on my sheet as craft blacksmithing? Yes. Um, each of you take a dot. One dot in craft blacksmithing. Whether or not that's a yeah. thing in Hell the... Hell yeah. Whether or not that's a thing in the book, it's a thing now. So, fuck it. Um, the craft skill as a whole is pretty broad. It more or less just says this can be anything that is a distinct skill set. Yeah. Um, so, that, yeah. One dot in craft blacksmith. Um, because she did just kind of hit you with an insane amount of information. Um, you could, without magic, you could probably passably do some basic blacksmithing. Um, you would probably need to work magic into it to uh, start forging breastplates and that kind of thing. Um, but you at least understand the very basics at this point. Um, which will help you out a lot. Yeah. At the end of all of that, um, she'll kind of blink a few times as she gently nudges you out of her brain. Um, all right. First taste is free. You know how it is. Uh, So, Kirkland, right? Little town up by the forest. Yep. Uh, rumor had it, there was talk of trade. I believe you were the ones they were talking about trading with. That'd be me. Hmm. 
Anything in particular you have in mind? Because I have some ideas. Off the top of my head, I can confidently say the overwhelming majority of Kirkland does not have anything to offer. Um, we do expect to have quite a bit of food shortly after everyone would starve to death, which I'm sure you guys are looking at as well. Um, at the moment, I'm looking to start small with what I have available in my own considerable resources. And I would like to establish some room that can be set aside for a uh, fancy magical door to make it a little bit easier to get from here to uh, there. I'm sure the Duke can figure that out for you. I have been given fairly broad authority as arms master. And I have to disagree with you on the Kirkland has not much to offer because you have something in greater number from what I understand from my reading of the map than we have. And I'm going to need plenty of it. wood. She kind of gestures at the piles of wood next to the two, uh, uh, the two forges. You'll know if you've looked around, there is barely a tree within five miles of this place. And it is a massive pain in the ass to find wood to fire these things. We are, well, the Duke doesn't like it when I use the phrase permanent war footing, but it appears we're heading towards setting on something of a permanent war footing. And I imagine we're going to manufacture more arrowheads, spearheads, and the like than we, strictly speaking, need. And from my reading of the maps, you have a sawmill. Yes? Yeah. All right. I I think you can see where I'm going with this. I very much can. Get that running again. Get me a regular supply of wood to keep these going. And you may not need to manufacture as much of your own stuff. And that will spare you time to do other things. Because you don't need, she kind of waves the magical hammer around. Magic to chop trees. Yes? Absolutely. 
I will bring this information back to the council. And uh, once I have established a shortcut here, we should be able to conduct negotiations fairly quickly. After we get the sawmill up and running, of course. All right, then. And she will uh, reach out to shake both of your hands in succession. First Chase and then Jesse. Pleasure doing business. Looking forward to more. Don't be a stranger. She's going to kind of wink at the awkwardly lurking in the back Jessica and uh, get back to hammering. Don't imagine, uh, even with all of that, no offense, that you will be able to manufacture the kind of armor that we're going to be making here. So, we might be able to trade for some of the nicer stuff as well. Just keep that in mind. Yeah? Well, now you've got me curious just to know exactly how fancy you're planning to get with your armor. But, uh, mm. I suppose that's for the future, then. In any case, I don't have any particular plans to manufacture much of anything. Just get our group covered with the best I can put out. But you don't seem... Stupid, Mr. Chase, so I imagine your town has a militia just like ours does. Oh, absolutely. Um, they will have a great deal to negotiate with their sawmill and your smithy. Excellent. Sounds like we will be getting to know each other quite well. Very much so. Once I have... Well, I'm relatively new to my position, though not to these deals, and don't entirely have a grasp on what they do and don't have to offer just yet, uh, as this position was made official uh, yesterday. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we're all doing a lot of stuff that's new, that's new to all of us, so next time I'm back here, I will have numbers and time frame and papers and we'll have a great time good ah, well in that case I said 30 minutes and a mind link was worth an hour or two of my time is there anything in particular a material scientist such as myself can do to help you Jesse's gonna like give a look of a uh, what did he just fucking call himself? <laughs> a material scientist. Jessica's gonna grin ever so slightly. Well, I don't imagine you got a pockets full of raw iron ore, do you? Or can turn some out? Uh, got the ability to make it if you have the quintessence to fuel it.
Easy enough. <laughs> Spare me some time doing it myself. And, uh... Sounds an awful lot like that's what Chase is doing for the next hour or two. Okay. Would you like help? Well, you don't know her shit, but, uh... No, but we're friends. Yeah, I mean, she gave Jesse the knowledge, too. Yeah. Yeah. But she had the deal with Chase. Chase is trying... We're Chase not good deal Jesse people, Chase. all the time. We're Chase not helps good... Jesse all the time. <laughs> I we are know. not good at deals. Yeah, this You is wouldn't be helping Chase. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> I appreciate that you want to be a good person here, but we're going to do this, and I'm also going to explain to you why in this particular situation it may be for the best to keep your mouth closed. Okay. Um, specifically, she and I had a deal. 30 minutes of her time for an hour or two of mine. You weren't part of that? And I did not guarantee her any particular amount of material produced, just that I would work on this. You do not owe her anything. I greatly appreciate that you want to stay and keep me company, and I'm not going to tell you to leave. What did she fucking say? No. This one isn't. But other people are. And they will try to take advantage of us if they can. Okay, fine. That's all. Anyway, yes, absolutely. I would appreciate some help. It gives me some time to uh, make sure you're keeping your material sciences dusted off yourself. Okay, well, <laughs> Jesus Christ, the whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry. Three successes just... to help. <laughs> We're good. Okay. Stick to your own business, but yeah, I'll take the help. Yeah, yeah like, right. <laughs> I, I love that I'm exactly in line with Chase on this. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> I want you to be very aware. You don't know her shit, but I appreciate you. Some people are going to be less friendly to us, and we need to be aware when we don't owe them shit. That's the one. This is a teaching moment for how to identify when you don't owe someone shit. Yeah. I don't feel uh, like I owe anyone shit. That is going to be five successes for Chase to start turning out raw iron. Because nine, ten, seven, ten, eight, and I don't even get to keep the fucking iron. Yeah. Sure don't. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Google Dice. This is. We don't always get to decide where our blessings come, I guess. <laughs> so as the two of you very good are doing that. Uh, she's going to go back to working on that sword. And Jessica is going to kind of wander around the area. Um, looking at different things that are being worked on. And uh, kind of disappears from sight at one point. But you guys continue with your uh, payment. And then there was Olathe. I wonder who Jessica's 
talk, no? Yeah, secret lover at the prison. Probably. Technical that advisor. would be wild. I was about to say, as awkward as Jessica is, do you really think she could handle more than one lover? Yeah, because it's an act. Everybody LGBT I know is a massive sucker for awkward people. <laughs> what the fuck? I mean, <laughs> I mean tell me <laughs> tell where me he's where wrong. Fucking lie is. <laughs> yeah, Jesus like... Christ. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> One hundred percent of my gay friends love awkward people. Just scatter shot the whole server, why don't you? Uh, yes, bro. <laughs> Please don't cancel me. <laughs> the smallest protest ever. Oh my god. Okay, I'm not protesting, bro. <laughs> I meant for the fans. I know, I'm right, but like, please don't cancel me. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Yeah, I know. No one's booing. I know. No, because you're not even wrong, you bastard. Anyway, um, oh, that brings us to Olathe. Olathe and Lachlan, I suppose. He's tagging along. I mean, it doesn't have to. Um, Lachlan got lost heading to the fucking plants. That would be amazing. We're joking about Olathe getting lost. Olathe just shows back up, looks at Jesse and goes, I lost your boyfriend? Incredible. Alright. So, as predicted, the uh, lady you're looking for is at her herb boxes. Um, In contrast to the very large lady at the smith. Uh, This is a very tiny lady. Um, Probably pretty close to Toph-sized. Not making five feet. Um, Dressed... Like Toph. Yeah. uh, Dressed all in green. Kind of a green Celtic-looking dress. Um, Definitely just stepped out of the Ren Faire. Um, Like, flower crown on her head. The whole... The whole bit. Um, even if you didn't know already that this was a verbena, she's a fucking verbena on site. Um, and she is uh, kind of moving through the the planter boxes, not quite skipping, but pretty close. Um, she's got. I'm sorry. I like how all three of the mages that are at this place are female. Yeah. <laughs> I just said I love her already. Yeah. Um, she's got long, flowing black hair, um, green eyes, um, like, hella freckles everywhere, um, and is using a wand fairly similar to the one that Lachlan introduced earlier, um, as she is moving through the plants, um, more or less just kind of tapping plants as she goes, tap, 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 tap. Um, and they're each growing just a little bit each time she taps one and then moves on to the next. Uh, all right. Alipa uh, will head on over. Miss um, Jillian? Hmm? I assume. Oh! She stops. Um, kind of caught off guard uh, realizes that she's more or less staring at Lachlan's toes 
looks up along the length of that mountain of man, and then down to you because he's not the one that spoke. Blinks a few times when she sees the headdress. Wow. Hi. Hello. Blinks a few more times. Um, How are you? Wonderful. Can I? Can I help you? Uh, we haven't met, possibly. right? We have not met. Okay. I... My name is Olatha. I'm from Kirkland. And I was told that there was a... Well... The Duke seemed a little less clear, but clearly Verbena with them. Yep, that's me. And I was curious to meet meet you and see what you know and what I can, or what knowledge we can share. Oh, do you do you practice the green? Um, Olatha is just going to reach out and run her hand under one of the leaves of one of the smaller plants nearby. Okay. And come out here with Naomi-style rolls, apparently. Okay. Oh, I ran out... Okay, I ran out of tiny dice, and now I'm on big dice again. One, two, three, four... Uh, five successes. Ridiculous. <laughs> of uh, green thumb life magic to help it grow. She's gonna watch avidly as it pretty much doubles in size with that much... Uh... Wait, how many successes was that? Five. Jesus Christ. Uh, triples um, in size and sprouts another one next to it. Uh, small note, uh, Olatha will have taken to wearing a the small pin of the Keepers of the Orders of the Sacred Flame. Valid. So I don't know what ones you people you want to know about that, but that will be an identifier of hers. Valid. And she's going to kind of look with almost bulging eyes at the uh, plant suddenly exploding. And then the second one popping up next to it and exploding. Wow. Uh, that's a lot of rattlesnake root. Thank you. Uh, no problem. It seemed to be doing quite well, but a little help never goes amiss. She uh, takes another glance at your headdress. Uh, you probably already know what magic this is good for. Uh, you're, you're from the tribe up north, right? Yes. I am one of the medicine women of the tribe. Excellent. Um, well, I suppose we could, uh, swap notes on things. Um, I... How far, if you don't mind me asking, how far along are you? With your magic. I also didn't give you guys an age for this lady. She's, uh... Well, with life mages, it's always a crapshoot. Yeah, it is. Look at them and have any idea how old they are. Uh, Alec. 
<laughs> Do I need I go further? Um, but on the surface, she looks like she's probably about Naomi's age, mid late twenties, give or take. Um, Which is fair, but with mages, age is actually no clue at all as to how good they are at magic. Exactly. Also, that. don't know when the hell they actually awakened. Yep. Yeah. Henry. Oh. Um. Well, I've been practicing for. She seems to kind of think. Um. Ten years or so, maybe. Um. Are you what? solo? I'm not aware of any... Well, I believe the closest group I knew of was down in uh, Castle Rock. Or no, wait, that's not the fucking name of it. Down near Oregon. Oh, there's there's folks that practice the green all over. Um, no, I was... Uh, I was with a group uh, in Ireland for a few years, and... Well, let's just say it didn't work out, um, and I just kind of took it all on the road. Um, made my way over here and fell in with the uh, the Renaissance circuit. Um, not really doing much, just kind of floating along, learning what I can, where I can. But met a lot of interesting people along the way. Uh, and she kind of points down at the uh, some of the plants next to her. Um, that one, it's a kind of a weird almost fern looking plant. Um, that one's Chinese. Probably don't really find that one around here. Um, if you take that one wrong you get so high it's not it's it's not a good high don't don't do that but it's really good for boosting like mind defenses you've got people around that are doing that kind of thing um makes you think better so you can make them fuck off <laughs> not that i do that often I like people. Anyway, um, was there anything particular you were looking for? Well, as I said, I have been working on it between healing and growing up in Kirkland, and was just was curious to find out what the life mage that the Duke spoke of was who they were down here and what you knew what knowledge can be shared should be um she's gonna Alepa is going to kind of take a look through her plants while they're talking mm -hmm. and if there's any obvious ones that Olatha has because Olatha would have taken like clippings from her own to put in her bag to bring with yeah um probably we'll start taking some of those out Especially okay. more in the realm of healing, like basic healing ones. Yeah. She has a very eclectic mix from somebody who 
obviously has been learning the green from a lot of different sources. Mm-hmm. Um, it's there's probably 50% of the ones in here are not native to this area and therefore ones that Olathe is unfamiliar with or less familiar with, like that Chinese fern she pointed out. Um, like the rattlesnake root, you absolutely recognize and you would have known what that was as soon as you messed with it. Um, yeah. Because that is actual Native American medicine. Um, mm-hmm. But... There's a lot of European plants mixed in here, a lot of Asian plants mixed in here. Um, you recognize some of the foreign ones. Um, you so, want like a medicine or survival roll? Go for it, actually. Uh, give me... I guess call it uh, survival in this context. Uh, you want intelligence or wits? Wits. Okay. Intelligence is how it, how flat smart you are. Your straight up IQ wits is your ability to think in the moment. I'm gonna guess diff six. Um, call it a and seven. Actually, with green thumb, can I reduce that? Not how green thumb works, buddy. I mean, it is also knowledge plans, but sure. All right, diff seven, then. Five successes. Okay. Um, I'd like to note, it was five sevens and a five. Wild. Uh, yeah. It's, it, again, it's a very wide mix. There's quite a few in here of the Asian herbs that are very psychedelic. Um, there is a little patch of good old-fashioned cannabis sativa in the corner Mm -hmm. um there are a couple of straight up poisons uh this rose probably has some thorns uh but there are a couple of just straight up very toxic poisons um you also know enough about this mix of plants that most of them probably could not grow together. Um, some of them have allelopathic qualities where they will kill their neighbors. Um, but a lot of them just grow in very different conditions. There's some mushrooms out here that straight up should not be able to grow in daylight. Um, and a lot of them are either they need particular amounts of humidity or sunlight compared mm-hmm. to others. Um, yeah, she's, she's, she's life magicking this shit. Yeah. Uh, specifically the dirt. Um, the soil that these things are growing in is enchanted as shit. So it's matter magic then. It's matter and life magic. Okay. Um, so rather than just influencing directly the plants, she has created a a soil magic essentially um where she can drop something in the soil and not attend to it and it will grow okay you have a very eclectic mix and based on what i'm seeing i 
sure quite a few of them could be of interest to many parties, although I am surprised to see a few of them out in the open. Because this was just out in the open, correct? Yep. Out in the open like this, given how dangerous they are. And she's going to be probably reaching out to touch one of those very poisonous ones very carefully. Careful with that one. (laughs) I know. But... Uh, Specifically, um, that is uh, Malken. Um, It is a poisonous plant with bright yellow flowers. It's Chinese. Mm -hmm. Um, You basically go nuts and start spitting up blood and die if you ingest that. Um, Nice. Yeah, it's it's not a good time. It's very pretty, but it's not a good way to go. Uh, she shrugs and kind of giggles a little bit. Uh, well, you know, the green... Uh, the green gives and the green takes, as it were. Um, always good to have your options open, you know. I suppose so. I just keep similar things a little more locked up. But I also had a little more ability to bring my greenhouse and such with me when we moved. Oh, you wouldn't happen to have a spare one of those, would you? I could use one. (laughs) A spare greenhouse? No. However, I can introduce you to a man who could probably work out a trade to help us build you one. That would be fantastic. Um, Olathe is going to take some of those greens out that I talked about, the clippings, Mm -hmm. and offer them of specifically ones that she does not have. Okay. But at the very least, I can make a small gift of a few that I see you are missing that would probably come in quite helpful. Oh, mugwort. Fantastic. I ran out. Uh, and she kind of almost snatches it out of your hand mm-hmm. and then turns and just sticks the thing in the dirt and it promptly grows roots. Fascinating. Thank you. Your work with the dirt here is definitely different than most of what I've seen. Hmm, well, in a certain manner of looking at it, dirt is alive too. Part of the green. She uh, trails off, seems to get a little distracted, and then turns towards one of the mushrooms and pokes it with her wand. Hey, stop that. And then turns to look back at you. Sorry, where was I? Uh, dirt is alive in the green. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, microbiome and all that. Of course. Um, Olathe is going to reach out a hand towards the dirt, stop for a second to check to make sure it's okay, and reach out and pick up a small pinch of the dirt and feel it. Mm-hmm. And I would like to basically kind of memorize how it works with matter, life, and prime. Probably would need some mind in there too to memorize. I have it. mind one. Okay. 
This this should be an all one sphere of just what has been done with it with magic and what how it's generating this effect. Mm -hmm. Uh, five, seven, five. That should be three successes, then. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, it's mostly how she described it. Um, what she has done is infused the microbiome of the soil with quintessence. Um, so that it directly acts upon anything that's planted in it to mm -hmm. support it and help it grow. She is... It's kind of a rather than walking around and directly um, interacting with the plants, interacting with the plants, she sinks her quintessence into the dirt and then lets it go. Um, definitely more efficient on a small scale like this. Um, and roughly, how often does it feel like? Or well, actually, I'll let them probably just ask her. How often do you have to feed this effect? Um, well, for a little space like this, um, if, you know, the green cooperates, it's like once a week for a small space like this for these boxes. And she kind of gestures around and it's similar to the kind of space that Aletha has in her greenhouse. Um, not a ton. You're definitely not feeding many people with this, even if it were full of wheat, but like to keep a steady herb supply, plenty. Um, but I, I go out and sprinkle some on the fields too. And that, it helps a little, um, that doesn't seem to stick quite as well, as well as it does here. So I'm hoping to get better at it, but about a week for, for this space. Fascinating. Well, if you're... Lock Are you able to work with on a pad, by the way, during this whole thing? Fair enough. Are you able to work with people as well, directly? Um, a little. Mostly with the herbs. Not the poison ones, usually, you know. <laughs> and she's going right. to uh, turn and point at another plant in the box. Um... Uh, specifically, ground cell. It's a uh, kind of a bushy plant. This one's taking up a pretty decent chunk um, of the corner. I'm sure you know what that one's for. Um, great for toothache. So little things, but hopefully I'll get better at it eventually. If not, well, shrug. Well, that may be something we can work on as well. Most of my work has been being focused in the fields around Kirkland lately, and it's... But a solution like this would help at least with my own greenhouse as well. Well, if you like, I can help you get a batch together to take home with you. Probably rough to carry, but a little bit at least. You know... I think I'd have an easy solution for that if you're willing to help. Certainly. 
and we can possibly work on your fields a little as well after. Wow, that would be wonderful. I really appreciate that. You're a good person. I try. Lachlan's just chuckling a little under his breath. Gonna get a little bit of an eyebrow raise from Olathe at that. Just slowly shakes his head ever so slightly. <laughs> Olathe hasn't had a bad interaction with Lachlan. No, he hasn't. He's just amused because this girl's weird. This girl is weird. Probably high. You know, I kind of <laughs> wonder with the amount of shit she has for that. <laughs> um, every chance that uh, next meeting is uh, Olaf is bringing peyote. Incredible. Bruh. Please say something about that. High is a great <laughs> the apocalypse. I don't blame her. <laughs> I mean, I kn I've already stated that Olaf had it in her greenhouse to chase, so... Um... She's going to kind of very suddenly look like she remembered something and step forward and grab both of Olathe's hands. Oh, wait. Did the Duke tell you about the festival? He didn't no. tell you about the festival, did he? There's a festival? Uh, well, we're planning one. Um, okay. When the harvest... Well, this first harvest, because we're hopefully going to do more than one harvest, but... When the harvest is done, there's going to be a big festival for everybody. And I figured, if you're our friends and all, we should probably invite you to the festival, right? That makes sense, right? Right. And when did he say that was going to be? Um, well, three weeks or so, maybe, depending on how the fields go. We have a lot of fields. Well, you have a lot of people. We do, and they're all hungry all the time. That happens with people. I get... I'm sorry. It's just when you're the one that everybody thinks can just, you know, make food come up out of the ground. You're always the one they talk to when they're hungry. It's a lot. Luckily, we have not had as much as you with that, but... Unluckily, we had demon dogs, so I guess it's one or the other. That sounds awful. It it was. Yes, that, that is definitely a good term for it. <clears throat> Sorry. But, uh, Ben, out of character, three weeks would be about a week after our harvest, correct? Yep. All right, so we're going to be able to get our first harvest off before them. Cool. Yep. Y'all don't have quite as much to deal with as they do. Well, we also have... Y'all also got started sooner than they did. Well, we got started, and we have three life mages. Yep. That have been putting <clears throat> decent amount of times into the field. E yep. Plus whatever Naomi and Astoria have decided to do. Astoria's been very busy. I kind of figured. But, um... Well, that does look sound like something that we could look forward to. Amazing. So, 
let's get you some dirt. And she's gonna take your hand in one of hers and like all but start running to the other side of her little garden where there's a big pile of dirt. So she's running Olathe's maybe at best light jogging. Yes. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> As she basically drags you along, followed yeah. by a very bemused uh, Lachlan. Fair enough. Um, yeah, Olathe's going to follow with and begin to work on some quintessence dirt. Alrighty. I don't know if you want an Arte roll for me on that, but... Yep, go for it. Cool. Well, okay. 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 Right. Yeah. Seven, eight, ten, ten, eight. <laughs> we on that Naomi shit. I might have a lot of dirt. Or very efficient dirt. Very, very efficient dirt. Okay. And she... Um, that also resets my dice pile. Tapping the dirt with her wand. It's going to add one success to your pile, because it's 754. Um, uh... Is there wait no? It might be two. I'm gonna say, is this a tier uh RT three thing? It's not. You're right. Then, it, it would be RT two. Um, so yeah, so seven successes worth of dirt. Seven successes worth of dirt. Um, this mechanically, um, basically functions like a rechargeable trinket. As long as you put a little bit of quintessence in it now and then, um, it's going to make your gardens grow a lot more. All right. Work for me. And she's going to um, kind of rummage around in her little... Uh, workstation nearby pull out a big uh like a very large tupperware and just start shoveling dirt into it and then hand it to you okay um a large tupperware of dirt is that all it made or was it just that was what she had to move stuff that's what she had to move stuff um can I have Olathe do a just kind of one second and then I'm going to make a small core two portal to push the dirt through. Okay. And drop it in my own greenhouse. Valid. It's just gonna be a. It's gonna be making a specific pile in the corner of the greenhouse of special dirt. You gonna shove the box of special dirt through there along, along the way? <laughs> uh, I've got a jar of dirt. This jar of dirt. I've got a jar of dirt. You got a jar of dirt, and that is ten, three, eight, seven. 
Okay. I've got a derp dirt. I've got a job dirt. <laughs> That's exactly why. Yes, what's the side of it? <laughs> but yeah, Nolathe is going to uh, do that, and also then kind of pan it back up a little bit because she would have done this through her mirror, and kind of give a view of the non-dangerous part of her greenhouse. The fun uh, stuff like the peyote and all that stuff is in the locked part. So that's not insight in in uh insight? Uh no. Gotcha. Okay. Uh she's gonna look through the portal with uh somewhere between um kid walking into a candy store look and just straight up wonder. Ooh. Can I come visit sometime? Yes, feel free. There's some more interesting things locked in the back, but I given the children of the tribe and child of my own have always felt a little better having it under lock and key. She gives you a double eyebrow wiggle. Interesting like what? Well, a few things you have here. I've noticed you don't have anything like, say, peyote or things of that nature. I haven't had peyote since Burning Man. Please (laughs) bring me some. We could have so much fun. We'll see what kind of trades we can work out, dear. Fantastic. Anyway, I should probably get to the fields because, like I said, everyone's hungry all the time. And she's going to Uh, pick up another giant Tupperware of dirt and uh, just start walking. I'm just going to kind of watch her walk for a couple minutes and be like, look at Lachlan and go, I'm fairly certain she already forgot that I had offered to help. And then meander along after because Olathe had said she would help. And she did get her jar of dirt. <laughs> you got your jar of dirt. I got my and jar yes, of dirt. Spoiler alert. She 100% You're gonna get forgot. Disney sicked on us. <laughs> <laughs> Come after me, Disney. I am Stitch. Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> okay. Dang, we didn't get that conversation recorded. Shut up. <laughs> so. Well, that conversation's dead now. That is everyone's adventures for the evening. Um, Did Astoria and Naomi finish with the stuff then? I was going to come back to you guys. Um, the two of, or the three of you, I suppose. Um. Continue on about your ritualing um, for the better part of two hours. Um, provided y'all are willing to invest that kind of time, I'm not going to stress too much about roles. Um, this is what you guys came here to do, after all. Um, whoop. Naomi, picture change. Neat. Um found a new creepy smile had to go with it 
That that's pretty standard. Ah, uh, you finally went. You finally got it. Yeah. There you go. That's not um, derail right now, though. Yeah, you'll have to tell me about that one later. We were anyway. on rails. <clears throat> Jillian's not. Um. So, um, by the end of all of that ritualing, you're all pretty, pretty knackered. Um, Jiang looks like she's about to topple over. Um, but all of the, excuse me, all of the ghosts that you can see are at the minimum pacified. Uh, most of them have either faded into the background or moved on somewhere else. Um, those that are still hanging around um, are very calm. They are, some of them seem to almost be taking a defensive posture as if they are going to protect this place now because uh, it's their home. Um, the rest of them are for lack of a better term, kind of in a dream state. Um, they definitely haven't like moved on to wherever they would move on to, but they're definitely no longer going to be actively fucking with people. So for now, mission accomplished. Still probably an uncomfortable place for Naomi to be just because they are still here and she can still see them, no matter what she does. She's used to seeing... Uh -huh. She's used to seeing ghosts anyway. They're not... It's not that unusual for her. She usually tries to help them move along, but she understands that there's gonna be ghosts no matter what she does. Yeah. Um... So... As the afternoon wears on... Um, basically after, after that ritual, Miss Jang is going to go straight back to her room and go to bed. Ah, uh, damn. Um, cause she is done. It would Naomi have a chance to say something to her before she leaves? Yeah. I mean, if I know, if I know Naomi at all, she's not going to let a exhausted old lady walk up three flights of stairs by herself so like, oh absolutely not she will be offering an arm <laughs> if i know if i understand my characters at all yeah Jane. and on top of that probably would have been interested in offering an arm as she was coming down the stairs but naomi's also got the feeling that this little old lady doesn't want help constantly or to be babied definitely not Decidedly so she could get not. down the stairs on her own, but when she's super tired after long ritualing, Naomi's going to offer to help her back up. Oh, thank you so much. Good, you're, you're, you're a good girl. Kind of pats your arm as you go. My mother is very strict about manners. Um, but also I was hoping I could talk with you for just a moment longer before leaving you to the rest of your day. Of course. How I, can I help? I have had some issues with spirits for a very long portion of my life and was wondering if you might happen to have any advice, if you might have heard anything like what I 
have. Um, I tend to draw in a lot of spirits, and while that's not a problem for most of them, there are some that are rather hostile. And She's slowly nodding along with you. On top of that, I don't think you're going to feel it right now, given the number of people here, but if I am ever one-on-one -on -one with anyone, they get extremely uncomfortable in that all of these spirits that are around are watching them. It makes mm. people very uneasy to be around me. I see. Just didn't know if maybe you happen to have heard anything similar to this, if you might have any advice for me to try to work on how to, I don't know, how to get rid of these issues, because there's a lot of people I care about that I'm with a lot, and I'd rather them not get hurt and not feel constantly uncomfortable if they happen to be one-on-one -on -one with me. Well, I guess to start with, do you know why they're drawn to you? Why you, specifically? My, my grandfather had a suspicion that it, it was due to my mother not sticking with the family shrine and her going off and pursuing her own life. Hmm... You know, spirits can be fickle, and they are, they have their own way, you know, possessive sometimes. That I do. I... But I don't, I don't, I don't hold it against her for wanting to live her own life and do her own thing. So I, if... They're attracted to me for that reason. Okay, that's not something I'm ever going to blame her for, but I'd still like to know what I can do to make things better now. Hmm. Well, I may have something. It's uh oh, what are you? What? Oh, it's a band aid. On the problem, but could do for now. And by this point, you have made it to her little uh, cell where she has been sleeping. She goes to uh, push the curtain aside and kind of pull you along with her. Tell me, goes. And she's gonna kind of bend over in that old lady fashion of if I get down on my knees to do this, I'm not going to be able to get back off the floor um, to go rummaging through a wooden chest in front of her. Um, this process takes a while because she's almost blind, doesn't move very fast, and there's a lot of shit in here. But um, after a few minutes... She is going to sit up and offer you a little silver chain. On the chain is a little silver bell. 
the clacker of the bell is wrapped in a red, um, like, felt material. So it doesn't really ring when you ring. Like, if you try to ring the bell, you don't get a ring from it. So it's a silenced bell. And she's going to hand it to you. I don't think this will stop them from coming to see you, but... If the person alone with you wears this, it should draw their attention away from them and to the bell. Maybe they won't feel so bad. So this is... This is something that I would give to another person, and they shouldn't be affected, they shouldn't feel uneasy, and watched it should be good enough for most you know some spirits are stronger than others but oh of course it should it should help at least um what is it exactly oh you know old old magic from the home country you know what about it draws the attention of the the spirits instead i i don't get me wrong i really appreciate this and i will be happy to make use of it but i i'm still hoping to fix the problem well my mother always told me that bells were for calling spirits and when a bell doesn't make noise it confuses the spirits so they pay attention to that instead of the person with the bell Is this possibly something I might be able to make, or is this bell done in a specific way? Well, maybe. You and I could probably figure it out together. I would appreciate that very much. Anything more that I can learn or I can do, and anything that I can do to make the people around me more comfortable and safer than better and i have a feeling that the way you view the way you view spirits and the way my family does is very similar and i very much appreciate anything that i can learn from you you get your cheek pinched and then she hugs you I mean, such, a, such a nice girl she's surprised but she hugs back and then she's going to kind of totter off towards her little cot and go to lay <laughs> Naomi, down. Naomi does help her up from the floor and then gives her a bow and then exits. Astoria. Yeah. What you been up to? Uh, not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Astoria probably heads back out to the sparring field and watches the people sparring out there. Okay. Since she doesn't have any idea where anyone else went. Okay. Um, you get most of the way there uh, before you're going to hear Jessica behind you come running down the path. Hey! And she's going to loop an arm through yours, uh, give you a peck on the forehead real quick, and start 
walking along with you. Oh, hey, where did you come from? Uh, the smith was looking at some armor and had weapons and stuff. They have, they have some pretty cool stuff here. Chase, figure out what he needed to do. <laughs> yeah, he's uh, uh, making iron for the really, really big lady that does the smithing. <laughs> A story, she's like three of you. <laughs> really? Yeah. She's cool, though. Did you learn anything? Uh, learned that I don't understand material sciences very well. Yeah, it's uh, really different from anything else I know, for sure. Um, she's gonna Especially Chase's way of doing it. <laughs> yeah, Chase's way of doing everything is weird. Um, she's gonna hold up her notebook with the hand that's not linked through your arm. Um, and there is a sketch of a suit of armor that's on there. Took some notes on some of the things that they had. Trying to, uh, figure out what kind of armor I should probably be wearing. I didn't realize How there were the so many. sketch look? Um... Somewhere between a set of full plate and lamellar armor. If you're familiar with lamellar armor. Um, oh, uh, she's been practicing art. <laughs> Astoria doesn't know the first thing about armor. But yeah. Jessica made a sketch. <laughs> made a sketch. It's, it's rudimentary. It's not great. <laughs> um, it gets the point across of the kind of armor. Like, you can... It's definitely, like technical manual type art it's definitely not high art of any kind but she did her best you've been practicing blush it looks oh. really good thank you I, I i try so what kind is it um the big lady uh crud i need a, what was her name um erica sorry to stop calling her the big lady. It seems rude. Uh, she called it Lamellar. Um, but it's like these interlocking pl um, plates instead of one big plate, so it's more flexible. Um, I don't know. I seem to, like... I mean, you've seen me fight. I move around a lot. If I tried to wear the stuff that Sir Archibald wears, I would... I think I'd get stuck. Very clanky. Oh, that too. And around this point, you guys have made it to the practice field. Um, and it's not full of pikemen and thundering knights anymore. They've packed that in for the day. Devastating. Um, but there is a line of archers uh, shooting at some straw targets. All but a couple of them pretty badly. It's pretty clear that these are brand new people being trained. Um, but there's a couple of drill sergeant looking folks walking along showing them what to do. Out of the corner of your eye as you're <clears throat> sending your very practiced and judgy gaze over these archers. Very um, judgy. <laughs> 
you can see Jessica kind of looking you up and down, looking at the armor, uh, trying not to be super obvious about it and failing. But she's uh, definitely checking out your armor. Like it? <laughs> yeah. It, um, it suits you. It looks really good. Thanks. I, um, I think Seth will be proud. Damn, you got me crying in the club now. <laughs> Thanks. You so. want to you want to go show these newbies how to do it? A little bit. They're pretty awful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they are. And she'll uh, just grab your hand and start walking over towards the towards the other side of the field. Big smile on her face. Taryn, gonna show these noobs how it's done. <laughs> oh yeah, Taryn, perched on your shoulder, is just gonna very loudly go, "Bad, bad, bad," which draws the attention of everybody else on the field. You are now looking at the screaming crow. <laughs> it's rude to say it that loud. Look at a story of recognizing that. He's going to do a very good imitation of a human cough and then go, bad, bad, bad. Much better. Feather fluff. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi. Yes. Uh, when you get back from taking uh, Miss Jiang to her room, Astoria has moved on. Mm -hmm. Probably might have even said something to you before she left. I don't know. Um, where would you head when you got done here? Um, out, away from the prison of the cell block, at least, where there are many spirits still there. Valid. But ideally to places that are going to obviously remain crowded. Okay. She's not looking for a quiet spot to make people uncomfortable when she was just talking about not wanting to make people uncomfortable. Okay. Would you go looking for Chase or just kind of hang out somewhere? Uh, she probably would go looking in just anywhere to find someone she knows. Okay. If she happens um, to come across Chase first, great. If she happens to come across Olathe first, great. It, she don't know where she's going. Well, at this point, and probably until closer to dinner time, um, Jillian is going to keep Olathe and Lachlan with her out in the fields. Um, so you would pop out of the front of the uh, castle and not immediately see anybody you know um until a knight rides up the path um dismounts and with the help of you guess it's probably a squire those are probably things that exist again um 
starts helping him get out of his armor, or excuse me, her get out of her armor. Kind of guessed that one. And uh, you see Dame on. Um. She's going to give you uh, a nod. Fairly respectful. Respectful enough. Um, but now that she Naomi is... Gives her own incline of the head. Out of her full plate, um, you kind of get the measure of her. She is about 5'8". Fairly built. She has the fairly thick arms and, and wrists of somebody who swings a sword for a living. Um... And she'll, after she's out of all of the armor, um, which doesn't take that long with someone helping, she's going to come up to you. So, got the uh, ghosts out of the walls? Uh, not entirely, but they have it, the ones that remain are at least much, much calmer and far more inclined to be helpful rather than harmful. Good. Well, I'm sure you and your friends coming down made that a lot faster. It was taking my grandmother a while. And all of her time. So. Yeah, I can definitely see how that would be the case. There was, that was quite the project. But your grandmother's resting now. That the ritual seemed to have worn her out, but she seems to be doing all right. She nods. Yeah. I, uh... Well, it seems like she moves slower and slower every day. Listen. I may have been a little brusque on our first meeting. I don't... My grandmother is all I have left. And I may have spoken out of turn. We're being protective of her, which is understandable. Look after the family that you've got. Yes. Still. She grins a little bit. Not a good excuse for being a bitch. You'd have to do a lot more for it to have actually bothered me. So don't worry about it too much. If all you're going to do is gripe at me, tell me that I'm responsible, and just in general, try to make sure that I know she's important. I'm going to take that a lot more kindly than the people who've been, you know, shooting at us or the creatures that have been trying to eat us. So I'll take a bitch over everything else we've had lately. <laughs> Fair enough. Say, the uh, things that were trying to eat us. You think that's going to be a regular thing? Oh, God, I hope not. Uh, yes, same. 
I keep hearing that hellhounds themselves are not supposed to be on this side, that them being here at all is extremely rare. We are fairly certain we got all of the ones that had come through. We're not 100% certain. But the people that they bit or infected turned into those things. So, ideally, Mm. that's done. Contagious demons. Mm Mm-hmm. Not a fan. And speaking of that, we've already given some of that information away, but if you happen to come across hellhounds, if we're wrong, and there are more, she... Naomi gives a rough description of what they look like, but Mm -hmm. then says, I want you and your people to be aware that, yes, they're contagious. They have bites that continue doing damage unless magically stopped. And they also explode upon death. Hmm. So probably not the best thing to put on the end of a lance. Yeah. So one way or the other, hopefully they will not be an issue again. But hope for the best plan for the worst. She kind of looks back and forth a little bit as if she's like thinking of something. Hmm. They call for... Some new tactics. Okay. Um, thank you for that information and for helping my grandmother. And she, I'm uh, spending more time with your grandmother as well so that I may learn from her. So I'm sure I have she a would appreciate of, that. I have a bit of an interest in keeping an eye on her and making sure she stays okay. Well, my mother didn't care for what my grandmother had to teach, and for me, it never seemed to stick. So I'm sure she has, she's happy to have someone to teach. Well, my mother didn't care for what my grandfather had to teach either, so I need someone to learn from. Well, yeah, don't don't worry about before it's water under the bridge. She starts to salute you and then stops. I wow, that's that's a habit that needs to go away. Uh, and she's going to kind of awkwardly hold out a hand to shake. Naomi will take her hand. I will see you around. Stay safe. And she's going to tromp up through the steps into the prison. Huzzah, one whole positive interaction. (laughs) And some lore. Um, Jesse and Chase. Uh, As stated, hour and a half, two hours of popping out iron ore. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, that would wrap you up around the time that uh, um, the ritualing oh, sorry, inside yeah. is done. Uh, yep. We're getting 
out to the practice field where Chase is heading next? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so you're... Uh, Jesse, are you going with him or are you going elsewhere? Uh, no, why not? Okay. Uh, so more... For Archie. Yep. Uh, more or less as Dame on is leaving the two of you alone uh, or leaving uh, Naomi alone. Um, Sir Frederick is going to ride through the gate and repeat the process of getting out of his armor. Um, and Jesse and Chase would kind of come around the corner at around that same time. So uh, Chase, your girlfriend is like right there. Well, that's, you know, pretty immediately distracting. Yeah, bud? She's, like, right there. She's, like, right there. What is this music? Naomi! Yeah? There's Chase and Jesse come around the corner as you're... Distracted by watching uh, yet another knight get mostly naked in front of you. Uh, there's your peoples. Uh, hey. Oh, did you guys get your stuff taken care of? Yeah. I know how to make armor now. Fantastic. I downloaded um, it from a really big woman's brain. Uh, ditto. <laughs> Frederick hears that in the background and you just hear him cracking up that should sound weirder than it nuts. is i walked into the room and the first word out of my mouth was wow <laughs> she's like this tall and chase gestures at taller than himself <laughs> i'm yeah i mean i think she has a doctorate don't you as well? I, uh, you know, yes, but I think she has like a doctorate in like mundane sciences. Then I'm very glad that she's working with the duchy. Then. Yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's gonna get a lot of value here, and trade stuff, trade stuff that I'm sure you're not interested in, etc., etc. Um, she has given me a large amount of pointers on what needs to go into making appropriate armor for the group that is going to keep all of us safe and one piece. So, it's been going great. Fantastic. Hate that it's necessary, but glad that it is an option. Yeah, I'm uh, not going to be the most thrilled to trade in the jacket that's been with me for a long time, but... Uh, uh, better to not trade it in. You never know when you're still going to need something, and you're not going to walk around in armor all the oh, time. Oh, I'm going to wear it, but like... I don't know, it's always been what I wear when I'm expecting something bad to happen, and that's going to be a little bit of a change. Maybe clean <clears throat> your armor after it? I might. 
We'll see. Either way. Was uh, everything all right in there? No, it wasn't. It's better now, though. Um, still definitely some spirits, but at least no longer the I'm going to want to enact revenge or absolutely tear up the Duke's office sort. They're calm, so... That's good. That's, uh, very good. And I talked to Jiang for a little bit longer, and I think we're going to try to work on figuring out a little bit more of some of my spirit issue stuff, but I have something for you specifically. I love gifts. And she will reach out and take his hand and put the little bell in it. Specifically because I spend the most time with you, this, ideally, will cut back on some of the weird being watched feeling. Chase's eyes get real wide. Really? Hopefully. Yeah. You gotta be honest with me on this one, at least, on if it doesn't work. That way I'm not thinking it's working for nothing. But, Chang seems to think that this will work with most of at least the smaller spirits, and hopefully that cuts back on some of the problem. I'm still looking for an actual solution, an actual fix, but she phrased it like a band-aid. Uh, I mean, I am open to any solution, temporary or permanent, so... Yeah. Yeah, this is this is wonderful. This is wonderful. And if this does work, then maybe I can look into making more of them because she gave me the basic idea of why it's supposed to work. I'm going to look at it more thoroughly with matter magic in the future and maybe try to make some of them for the rest of the group, too. That sounds wonderful. Uh, <laughs> I'm really excited for this. I'm glad that yeah, we uh, have been able to make these connections with these people this quickly. Yep. Really glad. So, where are you guys off to now? I was going to see if I could find Sir Archibald and fight him. Of course you are. <laughs> it's been... Well, I'm just very much looking forward to seeing what someone like him has to offer. Sir Frederick, do you happen to know where Sir Archibald is? Um... Last I heard, he was checking on the guard posts. Uh, he left his armor and his heavy equipment at the practice ground. He was riding one of his one of the light horses, just doing the rounds, checking in. Uh, they'll be serving dinner soon, just so you know. 
well, Chase, you can either wait for him or we can cheese it and I can look for him myself. We can wait. I'm All not right. in that much of a rush. Okay. Now. It's pretty late. Sure do. Um, a little bit. It was your guys' intent to stay here for a second day? Or were you trying to go back? Because it sounded like Chase left give a you... note that said be gone in a couple, or be back in a couple of days. Well, we probably don't want to spend 12 hours walking in a single day. That'd be pretty ass. Yeah. It would. Okay. Um, so here's what I would say. Um, Archibald is going to get back basically as they're setting out food for people. Um, as people are queuing up in line to eat. So if you guys, um, you all will be offered accommodation while you're here. Um, they're going to give you places to sleep. Um, if y'all want to have text RP for the evening slash night, and then more than likely we kick off the next session in the morning here at the prison um, with um, a practice duel between Archibald and Chase. I am going to point out the there is one side option we can do. Hit me. Chase was setting up a door here. Also that. We could just door everyone, but, like, Chase and Naomi back. Uh, yeah. He's going to be linking a door here, and he has one linked to Moletown, so... Like... Yeah. Uh, for the purposes of text-based RP, he would very much offer to the party, hey, uh, don't be weird about walking through Moletown, because it is down in, like, my home. Um... And you can go back to Kirkland tonight if you would like. I will check this door, prop it open when I uh, get back up in the morning if you need to come back. Uh, the room that you're going to be offered for this um, is not really even a room. It's like a utility closet on the back of the prison. Um, yeah, I, was saying, I didn't assume the prison had much room based on how they're packing people in. Yeah, they don't really have a room to devote to you, but it's like a utility closet um, that's big enough to carry things in and out of easily enough. Yeah. But it's not being used for anything other than like storing some tools. So they'll yeah. allow you to use that because uh, this uh, is going to benefit them in the long run. So Yeah, just going to ask them more or less, hey, uh, keep this room empty. It's going to have, I'm going to take whatever's in it out every evening. You take whatever's in it out in the morning kind of deal. Um, so if they put something in it, I'm going to assume it's for me. And if there's something in it when they open it in the morning, they should assume it's for them. No. Um, which is to say, it's a tiny little room already. It is no longer a storage closet. Yeah. Um, but for now, 
that's going to be used to take most of the gang back to Kirkland. Okay. Um, I mean, I don't know that we want to cram seven people in a storage closet. It's big enough. You could probably get most of you, if not all of you, in there if you're willing to be very close to each other for a, a brief moment. I mean, once they step through the door, they're just going to be in Moltown. Yeah. When he opens the door, it looks as though it is opening into Moltown instead of a storage closet. Yeah. Naomi, I can reach back to you. In the morning when we're ready, that way we're not leaving the door to Chase's home propped open. That would be ideal. That works for me. Is there anything you would like the two of us, or us to bring the two of you back? Assuming you are staying unless you're coming with. I'm staying. Naomi, if you don't feel like staying here with all of that that's going on, that's fine. No, I'm good with staying. I already packed some overnight stuff. I was hoping you'd say that. Oof. Uh, also, Chase. Um, Jillian. Very interested in the idea of a greenhouse. Also very high. But I believe she'd be interested in opening up some direct trade with you for that. There are some different herbs and plants I may be trading with her separately, but I figure something as building a full structure would probably involve you. Figuring out a deal to make for that? Exactly. Like spices and fresh vegetables and the like for a few weeks, maybe, delivered through the door. Entirely possible. I like figured I could. An afternoon of work for me, so. Well, and I am willing to assist. But I figured I would leave the particulars of that kind of deal to you, and any deals I make for any of my plans, yeah. I can make separately. Yeah, I'm uh, not really looking to take too much from these people since we hopefully in the future will be taking quite a bit of military aid from them, and uh, that's going to be plenty. But improving my own quality of life by having fresh vegetables to cook with would be pretty neat before I end up giving you all of my ramen. <laughs> you can always make more. I can. Or I could make a greenhouse and not have to worry about it for a few weeks. <laughs> this is also true. <laughs> no offense. Yours have been wonderful. But I don't mind helping. Yeah, no, sounds good to me. Um, Look for the short, freckled, black-haired girl who is... More than a bit flighty, and as I said, a fairly certain very high. Just what? be careful if you're to find her down near her plants, because some of them are fairly dangerous and just mixed in with the others. I've learned 
over a long and painful career as a mage to not touch plants that I don't recognize. Fair Does enough. Does she have a wide variety of plants from, you know, just around the world or anywhere Quite specific? extensive for what I would assume she would normally have access to, but a lot of psychedelics and things of that nature. Nice. Be neat. A few poisons. Has. Is there anything particular? She had Japanese plums. Uh, ben, did she have Japanese plums? Oh. I'm assuming not. Um, probably not. I didn't see any, but we can always work together to reach out and get some to start with, if you'd like. I will probably actually reach out to my grandparents sooner or later to see if I can get some from them. That's what I meant. Just let me know if you need yeah. help reaching out. I appreciate that. I'm just thinking that having some pickled plums on hand would be neat. <clears throat> Maybe some peaches, too. Sorry. Stinger as a person has Fuck an... you. I had to. I had to. Stinger right as a... I'm glad I didn't have to do it. As a person, though, for some reason, pickled plums doesn't sound right. Because plums, in my mind, should be sweet. And pickling just makes me think of, like, with vinegar and, like, pickles. Mm -hmm. And that that flavor combination doesn't sound right in my head. It's very traditional. It is. It is a very common comfort food served with rice porridge. I'm not exactly. saying that it's not. I'm saying, having never had it, my brain just says these two things are not meant to go together. I've had it once. They're very salty and very very sour. Yeah. Like, I'd yeah. try it in a heartbeat, but... Chase is definitely hand-to-heart, because, like, oh, God, yes, pickled plums. Please. <laughs> okay. So, just to get it established... Chase and Naomi are staying. Sounded like everybody else was going back to Kirkland through the door. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Most likely, yeah. Wherever Jesse goes, Lachlan goes, wherever Astoria is going, Jessica's going. So. I think that's our stopping point for the night. Plenty of opportunity for roleplay chat. If y'all want to I mean, that's assuming y'all even stay for dinner. Up to you guys, I guess. But um, if Chase and Naomi want to talk to anybody in the castle, just let me know and we'll make it happen wherever. Um, otherwise, y'all just talk to each other because you will anyway, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, if we are staying for dinner, Easy. Olathe probably would have dedicated a bit of time to a smaller batch of fresh herbs and things like that to help them mix into dinner. Make it a little more appetizing. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, that's if one we're going to visit, let's have us be looked forward to by the people there. Yeah, um, that is one thing that I didn't really go over. Is uh, There's several very large cauldrons of eternal soup, and that is a lot of what's being served here right now. Um, yeah, so between life and matter, we're going to work up some seasonings. Okay. Some salts and... 
fresh herbs and shit. And that's where we're going to call it. Thanks, everybody, for coming. Amazing. Uh, Ben, 